The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say, oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. Have we started the fire? Yes, the fire rises. It is a dumpster fire. We need somebody to put it out. And it goes a little something like this. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. We want the pump. Give up the pump. What you wanna be when you grow up? I wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Falcon Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Uh, you are looking live at Shit Show USA here, brought to you for, uh, by Moonshine Philadelphia, 1825 East Moyamensen Avenue, each and every single Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Luigi Curto. To my left is uh, Charles Aloysius. What the hell's your last name, Charlie? Alexander, hey, that worked out pretty good. Charles Aloysius Xander. Uh, we're here to, we're here uh, live on a Thanksgiving Eve Eve, which is amateur hour, ex, you know, the amateur hour of all amateur hours across the nation. It is white girl wasted national holiday is what it is, and uh, we're gonna hear, we're gonna be here celebrating just a, a couple days early for everyone. We got, uh, we got plenty of fancy action to get into. We're gonna talk about all last week's stuff. I got uh, now Tony Bruno's show has been canceled for tomorrow. Yes, it's been canceled for tomorrow. Uh, I found out via text message a few minutes ago. However, Tony has, has told me to uh, go ahead and, and help the people with uh, some of his turkey tips for cooking their turkeys this Thanksgiving Day so they can enjoy their holiday with everyone else. And um, on top of that, we're going to break out some of, the, uh, some of the best ever Thanksgiving Day performances in football. Charlie, you know Thanksgiving Day, you know Detroit plays, Dallas plays, all those things. We're going to be getting into that. It's also Luigi versus the listeners 
Marvel Characters Day. Because last week during the show, Stan Lee passed away, so I already announced it last week that we're going to we're gonna do Stan, we're gonna do a little homage to Stan Lee this week because we couldn't do it during the show, obviously, because he passed away. And we were in the middle of playing another fantasy game, which was me versus the listeners, and I smoked your asses. I'm gonna predict that we're gonna smoke you this week. You probably will, because here's the thing: I have a life, right? So I don't sit at home reading comic books too much or watching movies. You don't go I'm, to the I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I don't I don't. I haven't been You've to the never seen any of them? The last yeah, I have. The last movie I saw that was a comic book movie was um. You know, I did see Black Panther, but I waited till like I waited till like after all the white people saw it. Like I waited all the way till the end. Like I saw it like three weeks ago. I waited till it came out. I only saw it on Netflix about two weeks ago myself because I'm. That's I watched on Netflix. There's nothing else. So I gotta be honest with you. Everybody was going crazy for it. Actually, pretty good. Eh, I'm still Zamunda for life, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Crystal, can I get another one of these, please? Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Anyway. Let me give you the phone number, 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you chime in. And we got some people coming in here, so a few, a few newcomers to the program that are sitting here hanging out watching the, uh, watching the show with us. A lot of the crowd that's normally here at Moonshine couldn't yeah, make it. because Andrea? Well, she's, she had a concert, and she's also getting ready for Thanksgiving. You know, these people have, you know, families and things like that to get rid of. They have know, lives. They, they don't watch Marvel all day. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So <laughs> thankfully, they're not here and uh, can't help me lose tonight. But anyway. So people are also checking in on Facebook Live via the Tony Bruno Show. And you can also be a part of this program via Twitter, hashtagging Funk and Fantasy with your questions, concerns, and things of that such. Now, Charlie, we got to get into some last week action before we get into this week's action. All, All right, right, so let's get into the MVPs from last Thursday. We've got Aaron Rodgers at Seattle, 21 out of 30, 332 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, one rush for three yards, 28.3 points. Aaron, don't call me A.A. Ron Jones, 11 carries, 40 yards, one touchdown. He had five receptions for 63 yards and another score, a coming out party of sorts. I cut for him. Aaron. You cut him? You told me to pick him up. I held him for about five weeks. And... Charlie, I try to tell you. I, I try to help you. I try to, to guide you like a young Jedi. I know. And what do you do? You take the ball and you run directly into a freaking wall with it and crash and burn. I'm trying to help you. And Why do you even ask me for advice if you're I not going to take it? I cut him for Tariq. Uh, for Tariq Cohen? Yeah. Well, you can't, I can't that, be mad. Give me that sad button right there. I, I already gave you the sad button. Weren't you listening? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Uh, Dante Adams, 10 receptions, 166 yards, 26.6 points. All that output by Green Bay. And guess what? They lost the game, Charlie. Yes, they did. Ezekiel Elliott at Atlanta, 23 carries, 122 yards, and a touchdown, seven receptions, 79 yards, 29.6 points. Zeke's starting to come on now for the Dallas Cowboys as they start taking the— uh, Stop feeding that boy. Well, listen, man, they're starting to take aim at the division and with Washington's chances Just pretty much Colt. down the they're tubes with the Alex Smith injury. Colt McCoy, huh? We'll talk about that in a second. Don't, don't ruin everything, Charlie. we got a long way to go. Julio Jones continuing his touchdown streak with uh, now his third in three games. Six receptions, 118 yards, and a score, 23.8 points. Uh, Cam F.U. Newton at Detroit. And here's why I say F.U. Newton, because he scores, they, they score the, the, the tying touchdown, what would be the tying touchdown, right? Yeah. And instead of kicking the field, they go for two. Now, it's all right that they go for two yeah. if they make it, because they got a shitload of money on this game, a Carolina money line tied into some other things. And he has the guy in the middle of the end zone for the two-point conversion, and he misses, misses him wide right, Charlie. I saw that. It, it hurt. Yeah, it would hurt me more than it hurt you. Trust me. 23 out of uh, 57 for Cam, 357 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, two rushes for two yards, 31.2 points. DJ Moore, seven receptions, 157 yards, one touchdown, 25.2 points for him. 
Uh, Andrew Luck against the Titans, 23-29, 297 yards, three touchdowns, 32 points. Andrew Luck is looking like a, a heavy contender for MVP this year. A lot of people, including myself, had the Indianapolis Colts buried before the season even started. And, you know, it looks like he's 100% healthy. And Thanks the, to Frank Reich keeping him up. Right. That is something that's very interesting because if you notice how the Eagles are starting to trend downwards with this offense and the Colts are trending upwards, was it really all Doug Peterson or did Frank Reich have a lot more to do with this? Than Doug. But again, Charlie, we're a national show. We'll talk Eagles later, but I'm just saying. Do we it, have to talk the Eagles? No, we don't have to. That's the beauty part about this program. I don't have a program director in my ear saying talk more Eagles. I could talk about anything I want. Hey, let's get it back to the Eagles. Let's not. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton, nine receptions, 155 yards, two touchdowns, 35, point, 35 points. Mike Evans at the Giants, he had six receptions for a buck 20 and a score, 28 points for him. Saquon Barkley continuing the uh, Saquon Barkley train here. Listen, people that, that rolled the dice and drafted him in the first round. It yeah. paid off huge. 20, 27 carries for 142 yards. Two touchdowns, two receptions. What the hell is this? I don't know. People say things on Facebook Live and I can't say. Hello, 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 Boom. Oh, yeah. Got it. 142 yards, two receptions, 10, 10 yards, and a touchdown, 34.2 points. Ben Roethlisberger at Jacksonville, another comeback for Big Ben, 27 out of 47. He was in the negative in the first half. He was in the negative, but he was in the positive in the fourth quarter. 314 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. But me, he did manage to fall forwards. For one yard, and that one yard went for a touchdown. The game winner, 30.1 points. Oh, wow. Gus, Gus Edwards against Cincinnati. Who the fuck is that guy? Uh, that's the running back for the Ravens, uh, Connor. He had 17 carries for 115 yards and a score, 19.5 points. So Lamar Jackson is worth noting in this game. In his first career start for, uh, for injured Joe Flacco, he went 13-19 and 19 for 150 yards, zero touchdowns and a pick. But get this. He was the second leading rusher in attempts in the entire NFL yesterday with 27, tied with Saquon Barkley. That's right. He had exactly as many carries as Saquon Barkley. He had 27 rushes for 117 yards. Holy Lamar God. Jackson did. Yes. He had 16.7 points. Now, again, Harbaugh comes out today, and he emphasizes the fact, stresses the fact that uh, Lamar Jackson is a quarterback. He's not a running back. Okay. He ran it more times than he threw it. <laughs> he had 20 – he ran as many times as Saquon Barkley Is did. Is that the Randall offense? It's not the Randall offense. It's, it's the put him in the position to succeed offense, and that's exactly what they did. And that's how they were able to come back and beat, and beat Cincinnati at home. And then Phillip Rivers against the Broncos. He was 28 of 43, 401 yards, two touchdowns, two INTs. Uh, he had one rush for minus four yards. I, it, he, he can't run. 29.6 points. Philip Lindsay on the other team, he had 11 carries for 79 yards and two scores, four receptions, 27, 27 yards for the young rookie, 25.6 points. Uh, it was a popular day for Phillips for both Lindsay and Rivers. I didn't Rivers. realize he was undrafted. Philip Lindsay, that's right. He was undrafted. A lot of the best players in the NFL are, are undrafted sometimes, yes, Charlie, if, if, you, if, you, if you notice that. Remember guys like Terrell Davis who went late yeah. in the seventh round? Again, he was drafted, but when you're in the seventh round, who really cares? Yes. Drew Brees against the Eagles. Laying a biblical beat down, 22 out of 30, 363 yards, four touchdowns, and they took their foot off the gas. They took their foot off the oh, gas. I know. Zero picks, 38 points. Anyone in this, in this universe who actually had a rational thought in their mind that was able to, to figure out any way how the Eagles were going to keep pace or possibly win this game in New Orleans, you, my friend, Need to lay off the bath salts. I'm sorry, Luigi. I thought that there was a chance that Jim Schwartz would have some kind of awakening and actually blitz the quarterback for once. And uh, no, he rushed only three and dropped eight the entire you game. You smoked yourself retarded. That's the problem, Jim, Charlie. And they need that. to fire Jim Schwartz by the end of the week. But they won't. 
They have some, something needs to give. I mean, seriously, something needs to give because you can't go out there and only put up seven points. Obviously, Carson Wentz is frustrated now, right? The defense is hemorrhaging points, but he, now does Jim Schwartz get the whole? Well, everyone's injured. No, I'm sorry. You're not going to help your defensive backs where you have the most injuries by blitzing your linebackers. And everybody keeps telling me the linebackers suck. Well, no, they suck because you're dropping them back in coverage every single time, and it is driving me nuts. Blitz Nigel Bradham. The man is a monster, and he will hurt quarterbacks. The problem is, though, you can't blitz your linebackers when you need them to drop back in coverage because your secondary is inept. Oh, help your secondary. See, no, 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 no. You can't help your second. The, the way you're helping your secondary is by keeping your linebackers back in protection. I mean, back in coverage because you have to. Yeah, exactly. And it, you, you can't get there because Put your the defensive line is is a step slow everywhere. And Fletcher Cox is not exactly having – I mean, he's, he's – Having a good season, but it's not Fletcher Cox type numbers. You know what? It will uh, it'll start to help this week now that Jernigan has been reactivated. Does it really matter though? It does. Does I it mean, really they matter if they go the up? division? No, no, they can't. Yes, they can. No, they can't. They hold their own destiny. They hold their own destiny. Every team holds their own destiny. They I hate. I hate that stupid cliche. Left. You got to play four quarters. We hold our own destiny. No shit. You control you. You control your team. You control what happens. They win those four games against their own division, and they're in the playoffs. That's but they're not going to. They can. They're going to beat Dallas in Dallas. Yeah. No. Why not? Well, we agree. Dallas is. I I don't know. Mark Ingram he had 16 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns, 22.3 points. Trey Quan Smith, 10 receptions for 157 yards and a touchdown. He had 26.7 points. Stephon Diggs at Chicago, 13 receptions, 126 points and a touchdown. Um, and lastly. In what was a fantasy football player's wet dream of a game last night. Saved my life. The Los Angeles Rams and Kansas City Chiefs literally put on an offensive display that was for the record. I mean, this one will go down in history as one of the greatest back and forth just take that mother bleeper game Mm -hmm. you will ever see. Pat, my homie Mahomes, 33 out of 46, 478 yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions, six rushes for 28 yards. He threw, he threw three picks, lost two fumbles, and still put up 61.8 fantasy points. Charlie, that's one of your whole team put up this week. Yeah. 61.8. Yeah. That's incredible, man. And you know who he gave 45 of those to? Yeah, my Tyreek King of the Hill, yeah. 10 receptions, 215 yards, two touchdowns, one of those coming from 73 yards out. He had 45 points. Travis Kelsey, 10 receptions, 127 yards, and a score, 23.7 points. Chris Conley, seven receptions, 74 yards, two touchdowns. Let's go to the other sideline, shall we, Charles? Jared Goff, 31 out of 49, 413 yards, four touchdowns, zero picks, four rushes, six yards, and another score, 51.6 for Jared. And dare I say it, dare I say it, Jared Goff, might be trending a little bit better than than Carson Wentz. A little bit. Hey, it looks like the Rams made the right pick. Uh, you know what? I think his weapons help him a lot, but they do. But Jared Goff looks every bit of an MVP quarterback, does he not? Does he, he does, not? He does to me. And if he keeps the Rams rolling, he's probably going to get it. Uh, let's see. How about that? Um, how about that Rams D, Chuck? They give up fifty-one points. How many did they score though? Twenty-seven. Holy cow. How do you guess your defense give up 51 points to score 27? Uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. And it's also worth mentioning because I told everyone to pick this guy up and I was right. No. So I'm going to, you know, I always talk about shit when I'm right. I never mention when I'm wrong. No. Uh, Josh Reynolds, after Cooper, Cooper Cup going down, I told everyone to pick him up. Uh, he had six receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown. He had 20 points. Now, before I get to the SOBs, we're going to make a pick. All right. Uh, Scott Patrick says he can't agree with Chuckles at all. And that makes two of us, Scott, all because. Right. 
Charles, there's no way this team is, is winning, winning out through the division. They're I just, think it's possibility. No, no. And you know what? Carson Wentz complained today that nobody ever has faith. Man, show me. Carson Wentz, I love you, dude. Nobody has show faith. Show me, and I will have All right, so, Cap- so Captain Christ all right, yes. is, is, is telling everyone that they don't have faith. Yep. I thought he had enough faith for everyone. He's got enough faith for me, at least. I don't know. Charlie, don't buy into that, man. <laughs> Don't be, listen. You're 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 the growing. The man should. He's a, he's a franchise quarterback, right? Well, hey, he's every, supposed to be, right? Every quarterback's a franchise. I mean, uh, if you play for a franchise, you're a franchise he's quarterback. Supposed to be a Again, with the cliche. That's what I do here. I debunk all these stupid cliches. If you actually play for a franchise, I get then you're that. a franchise quarterback. But he's supposed to be a top tier franchise quarterback. He is. Right? He's going to go out there and he's going to say all the right things. He's going to do he all the right. Be able to win these. He games is the biggest rah rah cheerleading quarterback I've ever seen in my life. We can do it, guys. You can't. <laughs> Not this year, dude. He's from Not, North Dakota, man. I don't what care do where start? he's from. He's from Duluth. He's from La La Land right now. That's where he's living. I t- I'm, I'm telling you this right now. Uh-huh. Carson Wentz, yeah. he hits the pipe. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Mark my freaking. I just found out my dad smokes weed. Oh, yeah? Yes. And it explains a lot of shit. It, it explains a lot of shit. And actually, I, I have breaking news here um, because... My uh, my dad's drug dealer actually might be here tonight, oh, which no is pretty way. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I don't want like he looks like the dude from the Counting Crows. I'm not gonna throw. I mean, which is pretty awesome. Which yeah. is pretty awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sweet now, hair. I wish I had that kind of hair, but I don't have any. You can have it, Charles. No, I wear a hat for a reason. No, nah, there ain't no faith in this one, man. Now, seven Chuck, uncles, all bald. We're gonna make a pick. <laughs> yeah, let's go. We're gonna make a pick. Now. The listeners get the first pick every single week. It's the Jason yep. Nemiroff pick. Yes, it is. All right. That pick has already been made. Mm-hmm. Our quarterback, they've taken your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's a the low-hanging pick. fruit. It it's the low-hanging fruit. However, I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake at quarterback. I agree. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I'm going to take my running back. I'm taking is a bulldozing player. Yeah. Literally unstoppable. He is. You give him the ball and just watch him wreak havoc. I'm taking the Incredible Hulk, almost Mike Allstott-esque. I'm taking the Incredible Hulk at running back. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you have it. Now, when we get done, mm-hmm. when we get done with the SOBs, we'll go back and make another pick. Charles, I'll have you make a pick for the listeners, so right. on and so on. You can make your picks at 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. All right, SOBs, Marcus Valdez-Scantling at Seattle. He had one reception for eight yards, 1.8 points. Jimmy Graham, he had one reception for 13 points, 2.3 yards. And his return back to Seattle. Uh, Nick Vanette on the other sideline, one reception, 17 yards, 2.7 points. Michael Gallup at Atlanta. Steady Eddie for Michael Gallup. One reception, 10 yards. That's what he does every freaking week. LeGarrette Blunt against Carolina. Seven carries for one yard. It's not great, but terrible. Yeah, Not very. great, but terrible. Um, every single Titan at Indianapolis. What the? I mean, I, I picked up two of them last week. You would, Chuck. You never know. take any of my advice. You sit next to me. You I, have my I phone number. I asked you about Derrick Henry. You said he was a good long-term pickup. I said he was a good long-shot pickup. I don't know. Long-shot pickup. Oh, it did nothing for me, and neither did... Uh, I told you not to play him, though. Yeah, I didn't play him. Uh, Ryan Fitz sucks at the Giants. 13-21 for 167 yards, zero touchdowns, three picks. And benched for Jameis Winston. This is what they do. They start one guy and bench him and then bring the other guy in. It's just a seesaw every single week in, in Tampa. Yeah. It's, it's a disaster. Uh, Demarius Thomas at Washington. He had one reception for 11 yards, 2.1 points. Keenan Cole at Pittsburgh. Uh, he wasn't even targeted 
Wow. So he's basically been phased out of the Jacksonville offense, which is incredible because, I mean, Dante Moncrief comes back from injury, but Keenan Cole was having himself a nice little season before that started. He was a decent little player for him, and now all of a sudden he's just phased out. Michael Crabtree against the Bengals, uh, he had one reception for seven yards, but again, Lamar Jackson wasn't really slinging it that often. Ricky Seals Jr. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones Jr. against Oakland, he had one reception for five yards. You know, I interviewed Ricky Seals Jones Jr. at the Super Bowl. No, I didn't. I did. Yeah, I did. He was a nice audio guy. That somewhere? Was, what's that? Is there audio somewhere? Uh, yeah, there is audio. Would oh, you like? Oh, I could sing you the audio. It really wasn't that good of an interview. It was kind of no, boring, to be honest no. with you. Uh, the entire Eagles team, every single one of them. Yeah, every Carson single one's killed me this week. He, he killed everybody. Three points. What it's do you expect? Points. He threw four interceptions. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar is a player who started having a bust-out season last year, right? And everybody was on that, and everyone thought that that would continue going on to this year. If we continue forward with this, mm-hmm. instead of progressing, he's regressed yeah. immensely. And I don't know what the issue is, but there. I know what it is. What is it? No, nah, he didn't get caught at cheerleaders. What was the problem, Charlie? His problem is Jordan Matthews. I swear to you, up and down. I know. You think, it's, you think it's Jordan Matthews? Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I know one thing about what happened. Well, and also it's the lack of Tory Smith. So something I know that I'll share. I wasn't supposed to ever, but I will. A uh, waitress I know that works in Center City, she, um, she saw a going away party last year for Jordan Matthews and what Nelson Aguilar showed right. up. He wasn't welcome inside. His own teammates wouldn't let him in. Really? Carson Wentz was there. A bunch of people were there. And they didn't let good old Nelson Aguilar inside. And that's when I have it on good word. Um, that Torrey Smith took him under his wing and started taking him out every night, and they were pretty good buddies. And I think the biggest loss of last offseason is Torrey Smith because I think he, he led to really good team, team chemistry. And honestly, where do, what, what do we need? We need somebody that can stretch the field. Torrey Smith can stretch the field. And he, uh, I'm pretty sure he helped Nelson Aguilar out in between the years a lot. All right, year. so basically Nelson Aguilar was blacklisted by his own team. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, and then now you got the best friend club back together with Jordan Matthews and, and Carson Wentz. And for some me, reason, don't get me started on clubs and clicks, Charlie. I'm, he, I'm having a he good He targets that good. man more than he targets Alshon Jeffrey, and it drives me nuts. You all right, Chuck? No, I hate Jordan All Matthews, right. man. So do I. <laughs> Trey Burton at the Vikings, one reception for nine yards. Latavius Murray, he had four carries for five yards. Not, again, but not to be outdone by his teammate, Dalvin Cook, who had nine carries at 12 yards and three receptions for minus two yards. These numbers don't add up. No. Uh, I do expect a bounce back for Dalvin Cook this week, though, against, against um, Green Bay. Uh, Sammy Watkins, uh, he had one reception for four yards. And Todd Gurley, oddly enough, mentioned in the SOBs for the first time in history. Mm-hmm. Um, at 12 fantasy points last night, which is a bit odd because he's averaging around 27. <laughs> and everybody scored. And it's funny. Night. If you looked at Twitter last night, now I have Todd Gurley on my team, but I was up by like 59 points and I was on cruise control. Yeah. Um, and people are, are witnessing him in the first quarter sitting on the bench. And first and goal, there's no medical staff around him, no issues, no one. Like, he's fine. And people were sitting there going, telling, like, the coach, whatever Todd said, he's sorry. Now get him back <laughs> in there, okay? Whatever he said, he's sorry. But last night's game, man, that was a lot of fun to watch. And um, was it, it really was fl- cruise control last night? Up by fifty. I mean, if you had your opponent had anybody, he had Brandon like, Cooks. Dude, I was down by seventy-four with three players. I had Bucker, I had Tyreek Hill, and I had the uh, uh, Kamal. Uh, what's his last name? 
What? Uh, the, the running back. Uh, Com- Kareem oh, yeah, Hunt? Hunt? Yeah, Kareem Hunt. You don't remember Kareem Hunt's name? For some reason, I just drew a blank. And he's on my fantasy team. I got you. And Nosery scored 78, and I won by six or seven. Well, he's a hell of a runner. Yeah. He's all right. Speaking of hell of a runner, mm-hmm. I'm a hell of a runner. Yeah. Because over the weekend, I ran into Philly Marathon, goddammit. Yeah. And well, I didn't run the actual marathon. That's just ludicrous. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing that. 26.2 miles, there's nothing worth running. You're worth. not getting me running that far. Nah, man. The only thing, seriously, on this, on this planet worth, like, running 26.2 miles for is... Uh, two chicks at the same time, man. That's about it, brother. Because <laughs> that's two marathons I don't mind doing. Riding the tricycle? But I did the 8K, right? Yeah. Now, Charles... My first time ever running an AK, which is mm-hmm. 4.96 miles. Mm-hmm. By the way, the metric system is, is bullshit. Like, who comes up with that? It's AK. Who, who, eight, eight, eight kilometers is 4.96 miles. Just, just say it's, it's five. Just say it's, it's five. the Europeans, man. It's they five. really don't. Well, anyway, first time I ever ran this type of distance, mm-hmm. there's over 5,000 people competing. Yeah. Charles, I did this thing in 42 minutes. That's pretty impressive. 42 minutes, dude. My last mile, I ran in seven minutes and 24 seconds. That's pretty quick, brother. Yeah. I felt good. I felt happy. I didn't get passed. I didn't get passed by any elderly. <laughs> I wasn't passed by anyone in any wheelchairs. Oh, no. no one with no handicapped. Those things are fast, man. Well, the, I, the, the, I swear he was cheating because there's one part <laughs> when you come down uh, uh, Kelly Drive. Yeah. It's a fucking downhill. Oh yeah. No, it's a down. I think there's got to be some kind of like stipulation where you have to continue pedaling. You can't just put it in cruise control. No, this guy literally just ducked in like he was in a luge and just <laughs> the whole way. <laughs> you ever you ever seen the beginning? Where they just are flying, like if you ever seen the beginning, of and a they marathon, get to start first too, which and is total bullshit. Flying, they're hauling butt down Broad Street. I used to work at the Ritz, and I get to see that all the time. But and it was be hauling. But it was a it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I ran those five miles. Then three hours later, you know what I did? I went uh, out and ran three more. Did you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm helping somebody else run, so because I'm doing another freaking run this Saturday. Oh, nice. I'm hooked on running now, man. Are you? Yeah, I don't know why. It's just. It's, did you get it, that high from running too? Or? I did. did I actually you? did. It yeah. got to a point where you just feel so good mm-hmm. that you like your legs feel weightless. <laughs> Everything just disappears. Yeah. You get tunnel vision and. Robert Williams high. had a good bit back in the '80s about how like runners would get that running high and they'd be just. No, like Robin Williams just got high. Well, in that's period. True, that's what he did. He would talk about how they like the reason they were getting so high was because they're so near death. I mean, the original marathon, the guy died as soon as he finished it. That's true. That is true. That is true. Forrest Gump. Gump, I just felt like running. I have the Forrest Gump audio, and I'm not going to get into that right now (laughs) because this program is already going down the freaking deep end. Yeah, yeah, Forrest Gump part two. I still have no idea what I'm talking about. Is there really? That's awesome. (laughs) I'm going to love it. Don't tell me his kids are, like, growing up, and then they're going to go running together. Oh, Jesus no, Christ. He's going to hit every political moment that possibly can be hit. No, he's probably going to get another STD-ridden whore and freaking oh, have her ruin oh, his man. life. What? Jenny was a hoe, dude. Seriously, it's what she used and abused him. Shit. She took him for his money, dropped his kid off to him when he was too old to freaking That uh, poor girl, hang out. though, man. She was poor girl, she, as no, a kid. Poor girl, my I mean, ass, come dude. On. Jenny, her dad was a piece of crap that led her down. Listen, I want other people's opinion on this. If everyone, If anyone else thinks that Jenny from Forrest Gump was a total slut. I mean, she was a slut, but there was a reason for it. Dude, she used, she friend-zoned Forrest. (laughs) Okay. Naked, by the way, too. I remember that. Yes, I do remember that. So anyway, so she she used, she friend-zones Forrest, right? Yeah. Then throws him a sympathy bang, right? Yeah. Then she takes a chance giving him STDs. Yes, All right. Yes. Has a child by him. Yep. Doesn't tell anything to him. Nope. 
What, like, is this? I mean, what is? What difference is this from anyone else I know in Tacony? Seriously. No, it could be a Kensington story. No, this this <laughs> Jenny was a slut. All right. I'm just saying there was reasons behind that. Yeah, she was a manipulative whore. No, and she, she was. She was self. I'm, no one's going to disagree with childhood. that. She had a bad childhood. Her dad was molesting her. Don't you remember they were praying to understand. I understand. I understand that, dude. But the same. She had. A, she had the ability to go get help. She chose cocaine. In Alabama? Yeah, there's people in oh, Alabama. Come on. She traveled around a lot. Post construction. She Alabama. traveled a lot. Well, after that, yeah. she was th- she was taking money out of those freaking guys' wallets. She was getting coke from. They used some of it for some fucking help. That's true. She could have. I'm just saying. All right, now listen, Chuck. I'll Let's make, make a my, pick, all right? I'm making my make pick. Make a pick for the listeners, buddy. All right, this guy is completely indestructible. Fuck. His name is Iron Man. All right. And I'm taking him at wide receiver because he's just going to fly okay. up and he's grabbing Fair the ball. Exactly. Oh, I, I 100% I agree. I feel the same thing. 100% um, agree, but that's Jason. I'm going to take my other running back right now. All right. I already took the Hulk. Yep. So now I'm going to take. I know where he's going with this one. Yeah, I'm going to take. Uh, this guy just wreaks havoc. Yeah. He just tears a shit out of everything in front of him. Okay. So I'm going Wolverine with my other running back. So my, my running backs are Wolverine and the Incredible Hulk. And uh, what do you got? You got Spider Man at quarterback and Iron Man at wide receiver. Yeah. This is not a good combination. Uh, this is not a good one two combination. Uh, not my fault on the QB, but I was thinking about Wolverine. It's like amateur hour. Speaking of amateur hour, let's get to the rookie report. So we got uh, Rashard Penny at, at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had eight carries, 46 yards. Michael Gallup, uh, we know he was the son of a bitch earlier. Calvin Ridley, home against Dallas. He had three receptions, 32 yards. on Johnson, he was hurt in this game, though, against the Panthers. He had 15 carries, 87 yards, and a score. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he was mentioning the MVPs. Peyton Barber against the, um, against the Giants, 18 carries, 106 yards, and a score. Two receptions for four yards. Lamar Jackson, he was mentioned earlier on. Josh Rosen against the Raiders, 9 out of 20, 136 yards, three touchdowns, two INTs. Uh, Philip Lindsay at the Chargers mentioned the MVPs. Traquan Smith against the Eagles. He was also mentioned the MVPs. Injury report. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith on the 33rd anniversary of Joe Theismann. I, well, his, his mama named him Theismann. I'm going to call him Theismann. His real name is Theismann. You know that, right? It's pronounced Theismann. No, I didn't know that. So Joe Theismann's name is actually Joe Theismann. But when okay. he went to Notre Dame and he was in the running for the Heisman, Sports yeah. Illustrated comes in and does this whole thing on him. They say, well, why don't Heisman we just pronounce it Theismann because it rhymes with Heisman. It, you know, Theismann doesn't really do anything for you for markability, so change it to Theismann. So, yeah, Chuck, you learned something on this program, buddy. So, Alex Smith suffered the same exact injury that Joe, Th- that Joe Theismann did. He, had, he broke his fibula and his tibula. Uh, he was placed immediately on IR. He had surgery. Through his skin, man. He had surgery right – as soon as they caught him off the field, he went straight to surgery, uh, which means uh, Colt McCoy came in to finish that game, but the Redskins aren't uh, – they aren't settling. All right? They are not going to settle <laughs> for Colt McCoy. They uh, – they went out there, and uh, they, signed, they signed Mark Dirty Sanchez, brother. I know. They the signed him. Man. They, needed, they needed to bring somebody in to, to make sure they guide this ship straight to the bottom of the frickin' ocean. Yeah, but after again, he it's loses gonna, to the birds, will he come have cheesesteaks with everybody again at Pat's and Gino's? Who knows, man. <laughs> cares, to be honest with you, man. Who really cares? But again, congratulations to Mark Sanchez. Hey, man. You got a job. Huh? All right. Marcus Mariota, he has a stinger. Stinger? Charlie, uh, he got a stinger to his to his elbow. Really? Yeah. So rather than a serious injury, it's he's but he's still questionable. The thing is, though, it's also to his right elbow, which he had the injury with earlier in the season. So he's mm-hmm. having a little bit of uh, tendon issues. 
Uh, it's a little bit sore, so we don't know if he's going to play or not. Then you got Carrion Johnson. His knee is, he, he's got a knee injury. He's highly doubtful to play on a quick turnaround on Thanksgiving. So look for Blunt, Riddick, and uh, former Lion legend Zach Zenner. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Remember Zach Zenner a couple years ago? Just put carries and duties. Jimmy Graham, he's got a broken, he broke his thumb and is questionable. Brandon LaFell, newly signed player for the Raiders. He tore his Achilles. He's done already. Uh, then we had the breaking news, which happened right before this show. I think I know where you're going. OJ Howard oh, no. for Tampa Bay. He's placed on IR. Really? So welcome back to uh, Fancy Revelin's Cameron Brait owners. All right, they're happy about this. Uh, another one. Who's that? You heard it. Uh, they just ruled out Trubisky for Thursday night. Yeah, so I was reading that earlier that he was going to be doubtful, and they weren't going to push it, which means that Chase Daniel, Chase, Chase Daniel, Daniel uh-huh. is coming in to play quarterback for the, for the Bears. So that also means unload on Detroit. Yeah. All right, because that unload on Detroit Thanksgiving Day. We'll get that to the locks at the end of the program. But uh, Chase Daniel, he will be at the helm. Uh, the Bears are taking no risk whatsoever with Trubisky in his future, yeah. and they need him healthy for the playoffs. Josh Allen uh, for the for the uh, bleh, for the Buffalo Bills, he will practice this week in full and will most likely get the uh, the start against the Jaguars. Meaning Buffalo Bills legend Matt Barkley. Yeah, Matt Barkley. Yeah, his yeah. tenure is done. And uh, he, will, he will sit down, and Rosen will come in until they decide to bench Rosen again for him. And then Ryan Tannehill will start for Miami at Indy this week, sending uh, Brock Osweiler back to basically where he came from, and that was fantasy oblivion. So he's done, and he's out of there. Now, Chuck, let's get back down to the business, all right? Actually, before we get down to the business, let's get to some turkey tips. Now, this holiday season, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be hanging out with Tony and his family. His mom's 94 years old. Yeah, yeah, she, she just had a birthday. She's 94 years old. Happy and uh, I want to stop by, and I want to say hi to, to Mama Bruno. I'm going to hang out with Tony and, and Robin and his family. And Tony, since we, we canceled the show for tomorrow because they're getting things ready, they're getting things prepped, he still wanted me to be able to send some of his knowledge and send some of his helpful hints for you folks at home mm-hmm. during this holiday season to help prepare a lovely Thanksgiving for you and yours. And uh, I have five tips here by Tony. We, we give them to you every single year. And here's Tony Bruno helping you this Thanksgiving season. It's time for another Cooking Minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony. And today, I'm going to teach you how to choke your, I mean, stuff your turkey. First, take one pound of seasoned stuffing, hold it in your left hand, grip your turkey, and push it right up the old wazoo. Bam! For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, I'll show you how to avoid burning your giblets. See now, see how Tony still helps you while he's not here? Yeah. Let's get right into the next one. Because we're going to rapid fire these sons of bitches, all right? It's time for another cooking minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony. And today, I'm going to teach you the importance of fully cooking your turkey. Set the oven to 350. Then take your bird and smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Cook one half hour per pound. This is what a perfectly cooked turkey looks like. Take cover! You me, Boston! For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, we'll check out candy jam, I mean, candied yams. That's my favorite turkey tip, by the way. Oh, you got me, Boston! 
It's time for another Cooking Minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony, and today we'll pick out that perfect wine for your Thanksgiving feast. This is a 96 Merlot. <laughs> ah, beautiful. Now the 87 Cabernet. That's a little flinty. Here's a 92 White Zinfandel. Excuse me. For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, I'll show you how to... Yeah, Tony, he gets he gets a little he imbibes yeah. a bit during the holidays, and that's and that's another that's thing too. God given right. We made a right to the to the to the to the state store, to the yeah. liquor store, and uh, we we re re upped. Oh yeah, uh, we're we're plenty stocked, brother. Nice. Trust me. It's time for another cooking minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony, and today I'm going to teach you how to separate the dark from the white meat. Hey, Cindy, what's up? You cutie. Wait for me upstairs. First bedroom on the left. I'll be waiting. Hey, Tyra. Looking good. Ooh, yes. Wait for me upstairs. First bedroom on the right. I've been very bad. Heidi, first bedroom on the left. Naomi, first bedroom on the right. For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, I'll show you how to cream your corn. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, last but not least, it's it's time to actually carve the bird. All right, so let's get into that. It's time for another cooking minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony, and today I'm going to teach you how to carve the bird. With me is our special guest, O.J. Simpson. Hey, Tony, what's going on? O.J., why don't you demonstrate for us your world-famous carving techniques? Well, first, you have to dress all in black, wear some form-fitting gloves, sneak up from behind, and go. I told you not to cheat on me, Turkey. You've been cheating on me, Turkey. This is what you get. You like that? Who's a man, Turkey? Who's a man? For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, we'll... Tony, you better not be hanging out with my turkey. You next. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. That's uh, Chef Tony Bruno yes. helping you guys out for this holiday season, uh, learning all your... Making sure that your turkey comes out perfect and you're able to separate your hose from one to the other and... Um, you're passed out drunk by about 11.30 in the morning. That last one wasn't your favorite? No, the OJ one? No, oh, no That's no. got to be the no, favorite. No, no. The one with the turkey that's still alive coming out of the oven. He's screaming, oh, you caught me, bastard. That's, 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 that's kind of funny. <sighs> what was that? I don't even know. People are asking who the hell's talking in the background. Man. I might as well bring it. This is, this is our buddy Sean Brennan. This is the first time I had a chance to meet Sean. We, we talked on Twitter. Sean, go ahead and step over to the microphone up there. Let these hey, people, what's going on? Hello, how are we doing tonight? We're doing all right. You don't have to talk like a strip club, DJ, if you don't have to, if you don't want to, though. Right? I don't have to. How's, no. it, how's it going, everybody? What's going on? Yeah, make your way to the main stage. Just give it up a candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually right. pres- preferable to Cinnamon, so she's, right. she's my girl. Well, she's on the side stage. <laughs> anyway, so, Sean, it's, it's a pleasure to finally meet you. Absolutely. You, you, you found the place after 17 minutes of being next door. He asked me, he goes, where are you at? I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in the house next to, to Moonshine. It's where the catering place is, you know, the little restaurant part. And he goes, to the left or to the right? Well, to the right is the middle of the street. 
Yeah. To the left is a house. Wait a second. Dude, we're Jersey people, okay? That's like, true. Wait, you know, we aren't really attached to each other. I mean, like, we have driveways and everything. When you say we're attached to the house, I'm thinking I'm going across the yard to the neighbor. Well, you, that's what, you are from the People's Republic of New Jersey, so I'll, give you some, I'll cut you some slack. Joe, our buddy Joe Ruffino from there as well and Joe Corrado, yeah. they also know this tragedy, which is the, story, the state of New Jersey, the lovely Garden State. <laughs> now, <laughs> the tragedy. So, Sean. So yes. what brings you here? Now you've been you've been we've been talking on Twitter for a couple years now. Well, you have just saved my seasons, gotta say. For the listeners out there, this man made me win the big money last year, and it was enough money to actually be able to go to Putacana and have a hell of a time with the old man. All right, now, now you mentioned to me before that I was able to aid you in winning your fantasy football championship. Absolutely. And, and now I'm just finding out you went to Punta Cana, and I'm a little pissed because I haven't seen dime one. No well, tip, no nothing, no what the f- nothing, nothing, not even. It went to a lot of Dominican. You don't, bam, you don't even bam. let me wet my beak on this or anything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, a little Colombian bam bam. I got you, no problem. Eduardo was very generous. But I'm glad you. I'm glad you had a. I'm glad you had a good time, and I'm glad I was able to help you because this year I've been absolutely horrendous. So as long as you're not listening to me this year, you're doing. A, you're doing a great job. Well, I kind of did. I did the Brita trade with the uh, with Keelan Cole and. Keelan oh, that Cole. worked out pretty good. Yeah, well, Devontae Freeman, let's get down to brass tacks. Yeah, he ain't doing he, shit this year. Well, he's been hurt. Yeah, he's been hurt, and Coleman hasn't done anything in his absence whatsoever worth speaking about. But again, Freeman, if you did listen to my four-hour fantasy special, and I know that over 1,100 people did, but I think like half of them fell asleep midway through and the rest at about hour three. I did this fantasy football. I did the first ever live fantasy football draft, and I broke down every single pick as it was made. I was, I was like, it was like an actual NFL draft in here for the league. It was crazy, and I had no notes. I literally rattled off every single thing in, from my just memory. Uh, when it was over, I took a deep breath and passed out. Took one deep breath and passed out. Uh, but I told everyone, avoid Devontae Freeman. Just avoid him at all costs. But you didn't listen. Yeah, well, you, but if you're in a 12, you're, you're in a 12 team league. You don't have to. Just because you're, that's the thing, is that just because you're in a 12 man league, a 10 man league, a whatever man league, you can't just draft based on a guy's name. No, you have to draft when all when you're in a, a a rookie league that holds the rights to that rookie for three years. I mean, it gets down to like there's nothing at like the pick eleven where you're at. So you're kind of like SOL. I mean, you have nothing but that or Jordan Howard. Okay. And Jordan nope. Howard has came up small like he, he just George Costanza and jumped <laughs> in the pool. He has, but here let me give you proof. Let me give you proof of this. So in a twelve man league, I had the twelfth pick. Did you have the 12th pick? I had the 11th. Yeah, the 11th pick. I had the 12th pick. So it's close enough. All right? I had the 12th pick, and this was a few years back. Now, at the 12th pick, what I did was, and this is the, immediately the year I stopped listening to, like, all the other gurus and, well, so-called gurus and reading all the magazines and all that crap and decided to take, you know, matters in my own hand and do my actual own homework and, and learn this actual sport of fantasy football and how it works rather than listening to just nonsense like this program. Basically, what I did was, at number 12, I drafted <laughs> – this hurts, man. It, it, it freaking hurts. Say I, it. I drafted Steve Slayton. You remember Steve Slayton I from remember Houston? Steve Slayton. All right. Yeah. Steve Slayton. West Virginia running back, wasn't he? Correct. Yes, he Steve was. Slayton and, with my buddy. and Chris Henry. <sighs> now, if I would have done my due diligence rather than listening to these knuckleheads, at 12 – 
I should have drafted Aaron Rodgers and his 48 touchdowns that year and CJ2K and his 2006 yards and won my fantasy league. So I will never, ever, ever draft based on a name. No, it's not, it's not a name. It's just it's, you can look for best available. And I mean, they said, but the thing is that I didn't pay attention to is that Devontae Freeman signed that big deal this offseason, and it usually doesn't pan out for the owners. I don't draft anyone in the first round who's hurt. Well, he wasn't really hurt in back then, was he? He's hurting you right now, though, isn't well, he's, he? No, yeah, he's he, killing he you. Gone. He's he gone. He's gone. Matt Breida came in and kind of saved my ass. Well, that's good. <laughs> and you're welcome. Now, listen. So Sean made his way over from New Jersey. We've been, like I said, we've been talking for a couple of years on, on social media. Never had a chance to, to officially meet him. He made the pilgrimage down here. He's going to pay the toll. Absolutely. All right. He's doing that. <laughs> and uh, we finally had a chance to meet and talk. Now, he already paid that toll. But he's also here for, for, for another reason, too. Like Sean, like every, everyone else in the world, does a podcast. We, I, yes. I, you got to do plug. the shameless plug. Now, yeah, I'll bring this Captain Crow's motherfucker over here, and let's, let, let's, let's introduce him to the world, too. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Kevin. I come all the way from New Jersey, and I hail in the group Lame Brains TV. Hashtag Lame Brains. Who the fuck is that yes, guy? We're actually here to do, you know, support Luigi, and, you know, we believe in what he's actually doing, and he's actually giving us pointers for our show, which is Lame Brains TV. And, you know, well, I'm going to give you actual pointers off this program, and that, you know, so you can actually learn something poignant, not absolutely. while I'm talking, because while I'm talking, you learn absolutely nothing. Trust me. Go through one Trust ear me. and out the other. So now, what's your program? What do you guys do? So basically, it's almost like Wayne's World meets The View, almost. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the concept. I like Are that concept. Are you whoopee and... He's whoopy. Actually, our host is outside smoking a cigarette right now. He's, nice. He's too cool for school. Basically, we're a show that's about nothing that's about something. I mean, it, we have origins with, like, we, we love, like, that Beavis and Butthead type cut um, style. So even though you guys have that really strong live element, mm -hmm. um, which we admire, at the same time, you know, it takes a lot to cut what we cut and edit what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because it's more to us uh, kind of an internet television podcast. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we got a lot of different people that we, we, you know, pull different material from. But at the same time, you know, it's like, it's kind of like Jackass 7.0, you know. Like I got you. Fueled by Red Bull and just. Well, not here. Not here, tanks. not here we're fueled by Sky Energy, all right? We're, sky Energy. Here we're fueled sky by energy. Sky That's Energy. Sky Energy. Today only for nine ninety five. You can buy a whole case of Sky Energy. Actually, you could probably get it for cheaper than that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, no, it's true because because Sky is is, is they're they're freaking sponsor the program, Chuck. Yeah, they are. All right, and they're the only they're listen. They're the only energy drink that's completely natural. Red Bull gives you STDs. That's right. And Sky Energy, <laughs> and I don't know monsters what monsters run by Satan. But it's got the it's got great that. taste. It's got no aftertaste whatsoever. It's fantastic. I'm telling you, man. You gotta try. It. I gotta, I gotta I'm, get. I'm a man food. about town in New Jersey. I get out and you know. To the local establishment. I'm going to get you guys some Sky Energy. I, I love artificial cocaine, so that would be great. You got it, man. Do you remember... Cocaine is uh, a hell of a drug. Four Loco, that stuff. Oh, yeah, my no, God. No, one time I the drank original. Four Loco, and that's a funny story because I was with my old roommate, and we ended up in some lake with a shotgun pointed at our faces like, if you guys don't get off my property, I'm going to blow your heads off. Nice. So that's, my, uh, in long and short, that's my Four Loco story. I call that a Monday, oh, dude. We walked <laughs> in. First on. time I ever had it. This is actually the host of Lame Brains right here. This is Mr. Jeffrey Wharton. Hey, Jeffrey. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Woods. <laughs> I got to add this guy from now on doing every all my intros. What's up, fellas? How you doing? I'm doing yeah, great, brother. Thanks for coming out, and thanks for uh, stopping by. So I wanted to give uh, Sean a chance here for you guys to pop your program and tell us what's going on. They basically gave us the gist of it. It's uh, kind of like 
Wayne's World meets The View. Yeah, it's kind of like Wayne's World meets, uh, what was that fucking show back in the night? Oh. You sorry? No, you're okay. You're okay. You're sorry. You can, you can do anything you want in this program. What was it uh, on MT- uh, Wayne's World meets MTV Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. All right. That's, okay. that's a good one. So it's a couple dudes in uh, his mom's basement uh, with a cool setup. And basically, it's just spastic, off-the-wall comedy. You know, we just throw different topics out there. And, uh, you know, we make it interesting. Current events, to, to sports, to, you know, to, to bizarre shit. Did you see that? Did you see the I did. I did. Sean sent me the, uh, Sean, Sean sent me the, the, the video of that uh, through Facebook Messenger. I'm actually going to upload that to all my social media after the show's over. It's, nice, it's, it's good, man. What rap video is that? Oh, Big Neck. That, you st- Big Neck is taking over right now, man. That dude gave Takiyo Spikes a run for his money. Man. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Have you ever seen Takiyo? All right, I don't know if right. they, National Championship a couple, couple years ago, uh, Alabama versus, versus Clemson. Yeah. So we're in Tampa, and we're doing the, the, we're doing the, the freaking college championship. Oh, you and so we lucky. And Takiyo Spike comes in because he had a book. Mm-hmm. Like, Takiyo Spikes wrote a book. I didn't even know he could read, but he freaking wrote, <laughs> but he wrote a book. He wrote a book. And he comes in. And he, like, he comes in, and then his neck shows up right afterwards, right? And it's freaking, like, it's through his ears. And then I see this guy, and I'm going, yeah, it's bigger than Takiyo's. Like, he beat Takiyo Spice. Oh, I know. That's awesome his... that we live in a world where we have a competition based on who has the thickest neck. Yeah. You know I mean? Forget dick, dude. It's, not, it's, no, longer about, it's no longer about penis anymore. It's all, it's all about it's, the neck. It, the Greeks had it wrong. It's about necks, Yeah, dude. bro. How fat's, how fat's your neck, bro? Exactly, man. <laughs> you ain't knocking that dude out. There's no way no one's knocking that dude no. out. Yeah, but a freaking chair, maybe. Uh, that's about it. Can you imagine, like, like, if ISIS took him hostage? It would take him 10 hours to cut his fucking head off. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. No, they'd have to go to, like, Discovery Channel and get those guys from that tree-cutting show. And yeah. go in there, get like two the lumberjacks with that long saw, yeah, and try yeah. to get it off that way. No, there's no show. It's just neck, neck and ears, man. That's it. It looks like a willow tree. Like halfway through the neck, they're just like, I'm gonna get a little. The guy's so now, like, yeah, but you almost done, yo. I know, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, y'all drawing, man. So how long you guys been at it, man? How long you guys been doing? Well, me, I've been uh, chasing this stupid dream for about five years now. Uh, been, I've been. It is if it never comes true. Now I've been. What's well, uh, stupid is if you don't chase it. That's a, that's a stupid. I've been, thing. I've been chasing. That's why I picked up running and marathon right? so I can continue yeah, to get my endurance up. So the uh, but no, I, w- I used to be in respiratory therapy. I used to have an actual real job, nice. and um, on my five year anniversary there, I decided to quit. And Tony was Tony Bruno was in, uh, basically an idol of mine in, in radio, and it just so happens during that time he was quitting ninety seven five the fanatic. So he started up his podcast. I hopped on a plane to Vegas, came back about four days later, met, met him. And I was like, look, whatever I can do to kind of hang out and just maybe learn the business, I was going to go to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. And I'm glad I did not do that because they are just kind of behind the times. They're still like ra- radio's going into podcasting. Terrestrial radio is being phased out. Oh, it's yeah, all, it's all internet radio big and digital. Time. And they're still working on like archaic, like their equipment is, it's just, it's, it's backwards, yeah. man. Their radio equipment's backwards. Like, the TV stuff is, is up to date, which is great, but the, the radio stuff is bad. And I decided to, to, to skip that, to forego that, and to stay with Tony and learn there. I mean, like, where am I really going to learn how to do segues and just be quick and all that other stuff other yeah. than working with one of the best to ever do it? So I did that, and I was answering phones with Tony, then just doing some production work, and then moving up and up and up, and then finally he kind of, like, put me on mic, and he and I had a bit of a, you know, a connection on air, he, along with Miss Robin. 
Uh, uh, well, yeah, more of just like a, an understanding of two people, like one of those kind of things. And I uh, started finding my voice a little bit, and then he kind of, you know, I asked him for his blessing to, to kind of go out and do my own show. I had an idea for this for several years. Yeah. And, you know, that finally came to fruition a year ago. I had, I had finally got the push uh, from someone I was close to at that time who gave me a little bit of the extra kind of kick in the ass to go do it. And I, I, I didn't want to do it, like, I, like you guys said, like you do it. You don't do it live because there's a lot of things that go with your program. A lot of cutting, a lot of editing that goes into it. Eventually, we want to go live. We do, we do test the water with, with Facebook and the things that you see that are progressing. Right. Like the media, but there's a lot of things that just, just, the, just, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like a FTC thing or anything, but it's just like... Well, a lot of times we get to the point where we're like, man, that should really there's no better experience than just baptism by fire. You so, know what I mean? So real quick, you know, I don't want to get all techie. You no, know, you're fine. Are, go ahead, go are, are we live right now? Oh, we've been live, yeah. Oh, okay, The cool. entire time. So what, you just kind of use a... Uh, um, I use that HD camera right there. Okay, okay and, and, and that, that goes to your computer? That goes to my computer, and then all that is streamed out and onto several different platforms. The great Oh, okay, Wi-Fi. okay. Okay, so that's, that's what I do. So, so do you pay for a service to, to get your stuff out on these platforms? I, I do, we do not. We have a sponsorship. Oh, so yeah, they, that's that's so they do that. That's the bread and butter. But but what I could do is, like I said, after the show's over, I'll get in contact with Sean and I'll let him know some ways of doing it on the that's, on the yeah, free. That's fantastic. You know what man. I mean? Thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely, no problem. Yeah, we're not we're not like we're not just some older guys that are trying to dwell, like just find this millennial new age thing that's happening. We have this style that's just it's missing in this world. But yeah, like you were talking about this phasing out of the radio, like we're. Right. It's basically like it's 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 like a YouTube series. You know, a lot of it is is we do a lot of skits. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we'll talk if, you know, suppose we're talking about, um, I don't know, Kim Kardashian sex tape. You know, what I mean, like we'll talk and then bang, it cuts to a clip of like an anime, right, right. an animation we'll make. You know what I mean? Like. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So well, I've always been a fan of skit comedy. I, I always yeah. have. But the, but the beauty of it is the actual, you know, the setup of it. You know, the setup of the skit, go into the skit, and then, you know, and then after the skit's over, you kind of, you, you can kind of talk about that and dwell into it. And, and what I find, too, I mean, you know, it's, it's not everyone, but, you know, people these, people in this day and age, they have short attention spans. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So they kind of need... I stopped paying attention a half an hour ago. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, what have you guys been talking about? I have ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm really gonna lose your attention right now. <laughs> no, th- but that's good though, man. You know, you, you know, you're, you're chasing your thing. You met Will Sasso. He exactly, jumped on, which dude. is fantastic. <laughs> you know, who Will Sasso is. You don't know who Will Sasso is? I have no From idea. From Mad TV. Oh, I think I know. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, Will Sasso. You Come know on. who you are. The only reason that it's actually worth watching. Uh, uh, what the hell's the name of that goddamn movie? No, not Will, not Matt TV. He was the only reason worth watching uh, Super Troopers too. To be honest with you. Oh yeah. Did you see that piece of you shit epic? The box. I'm seeing that, man. I, I, you're welcome. I. You're, you'll be let down if you if you love the first one. It's epic. It sucks. Happiness in your household. Exactly right. That movie sucks so bad. I was so let down. But um, so where now now when do you guys actually put out content? So and where do you put it out? So here. So here's the thing. You, you I have a picture. It's it's so so we'll go you know we we got a cameraman and then we got a secondary camera, um, we'll basically record for about anywhere from two to three hours okay, take that footage and 
I mean, it's a grueling process because I'm the guy that edits it, and there's a lot of dead air. There's a lot of like stuff that's just like. You gotta you gotta chop it up to make it funny. You know what I mean? Like I got you. I mean, within those three hours, you're gonna find some gold. You know, some some spots here. It's the same thing I do with this program. Every like I, like we do about two hours, and I cut like an hour and fifteen minutes of this and put like Gilligan's Island in it. Yeah, I, that's, what, that's what I do every exactly. When you when I'm cleaning up and these guys go home, that's what I'm doing. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll cut it to where it's just like you know, it's just like rapid fire. You know, everything is just like flowing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. But it's still on topic, and and the, this, really absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Sean, Sean's a very funny dude, but Sean's known for stretching a story out. Uh, like you know, he'll he'll take like nine different side streets to get to the destination. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know the kind of guy Sean is. I know the guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we've all you heard know, this guy you before. Know, he'll tell you. He'll I was tell driving you. his car coming off. It was blue, and then you know, my first car was blue. You know, what, but was it really blue? Exactly. I don't know if it was blue. Was it was and more d- like a lavender. And then we ordered a pepperoni pizza. And dude, it was my fuck. Right. My guy's friend's cousin, and right. uh, he had a red shirt on. Right. Exactly. Sean, Speaking we're of, cut from the same cloth. I hate both of you, really. Right. <laughs> so now, so how often do you put out an episode? So I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the gears in motion. Like you know, I try to get one out at least. Every two weeks, Every if two not weeks. At, le- at the latest, at least once a month. I mean, of course, we'd like to be at the level where once a week. Oh, uh, sure, I mean, of course. You know, there's only so much you can do with post production, pre production. A lot of people, they, you, you can understand, people are like, they just want to be in production. Yep. And they're like, I want to be on that. And you're just like, dude, you have no idea what it takes. Right. And If I did it. Now it's like you got Gritty one week and Big Next the next week, and then it's constantly moving. So by the time we drop, you know, what we film, it's old news. It's fucking Christmas. Yeah, like it would be, uh, I mean, if I had more guys that like that did more editing and production, you know the deal. Like, you know, it it would excel things a lot better. (laughs) Yeah, do better. He smokes weed and, uh, you know, talks a good game. All Sean does is, is walk up with a 12-pack. I got to be honest with you. If, if this, you want my honest opinion, you got to cut the dead weight because it seems like these guys are killing you. <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, kind of. Now, exactly. you step into my office? Exactly. So, so you're, you're trying to get one out every, every other week or so. And now where do you guys air these, these episodes? Like, so where can we find it? So everything right now is on YouTube. You know, okay. Because it, obviously it's... it's, it's Skits, it's it's there's a lot of content, visual content. You know sure. what I mean. Eventually, we want to you know release it to all the platforms. You know the uh, Spotify's, iTunes, all that good stuff. Right. So have you? So let me ask you: Have you ever thought of like taking it down a route where uh, putting visuals out there? Like you know, if you're talking about a topic, you know, you got a visual like of you know whatever yeah team you're talking about. Well, or like we, we we have we have done that. We had this guy um, 
uh, Nathaniel Dotson, who was, do, who was doing that for us too. And I have not put that into my program. We did that with Tony's program because, again, there's more hands at work for Tony's show. Like for me, I am production, I am engineer, yeah, I same. am host, I, am, I wear every hat during this show. Yeah, same and man. yet Charlie's the one wearing a hat, which makes no sense <laughs> to me. But he get, how's the soup? It's because I'm bald. How's the soup? You try the soup? Yo, the how's the soup? Is the soup good? Oh, dude, All right, good. Charlie, yeah, it's Will Sasso. Will Sasso is Charlie. Now listen. Yo, have the soup here. It is honestly to die for. Is it, is it the truth, bro? Oh, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth, man. <laughs> it's the truth. Tomato bisque. It looks like alavaca sauce. No, man. That, that's al- right. Will Sasso suggests that moonshine. It's creamy try tomato soup. I'm telling you, man. Don't knock it till you try it. It's fantastic Third soup. tomato bisque is but, by far the best. Yes, the there's a lot of things that I would like to do with this program going yeah. forward. Video being But you're one. right. It, it is tough. when, when it, it usually is a lone man that, that does it all. And, and it, it is a lot. Like, you know, it's like... People forget. It's like you got you got to take the audio. You got to EQ it. You got to do it upright. And then if you're doing video, you got to cut that together. And like it's there, there is a lot to go into it. Now, yep. Yeah. Now, did you work? Did you work for somebody else? Like a radio never did it in my entire life. Really? Never did it in my entire life. When, when I first did this, I, like I said, man, I was, uh, I was in respiratory therapy. I was delivering oxygen. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's what I was doing. But I always had this, uh, the gift of gab, basically. Yeah, yeah. And you got a good voice, man. Like, thank you know you. what I mean? So, and, do, so do you guys. That's the one thing I admire. You guys yeah. do all do have. And a you're really quick too. You know what I mean? Like no debt, no debtor. When I um. <laughs> When we, we did strip club hour a few minutes ago, Charlie. I know, but no. I, I, we, I know the only well, Rich, Rich over here, the proprietor. Ladies and gentlemen, approaching the stage at six foot one, four hundred and sixty-two pounds, Will Sasso with a G string. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up! I'm in the middle of something here, man. Seriously, I'm in the middle of an anecdote. Let me finish. Um, so anyway, I'm kidding. So anyway, um, no, I had no training, no anything whatsoever. Uh, neither did Robin, Tony's partner in this. Um, she basically learned everything on the fly herself. So I never, I've never stood in front of a microphone before that. I've never stood in front of a, you know, an, an audio program. I've never knew how to do video. But all of a, you know, you start doing it, and it's like, okay, next thing you know, I'm writing segues. I'm doing this, and uh, I'm learning how to run an EQ. I'm learning how to run a board. Like I learned, I learned how to run a board in. I learned how to run a board in John DeBello's studio. Oh, in no. Phil, yeah, I I learned how to run a board in in his studio. DeBello the ball. Yeah, that's where I learned how to run a board. On an old school board. Yeah, yeah. On an old school board. Old school, board. like analog type board? Completely. Which is, John DeBell is an amazing coach. Is that true? I don't know. I don't really. I, he was, he wasn't in the that. studio when I was using it. He's in, I, you think he was going to let me enter some young punk? No. Yeah, he was cooking flame and yam when he was mixing. Exactly. So they go, um, I, I learned how to do that there. Then as, as far as like learning how to cut sound and listening for sound and all the other things. Like that was just all learned yeah. on the job, man. That was it. And it's either, it's. The one thing I have learned is that in this kind of an industry, when it comes to radio, and the technical stuff can be learned. Yeah. It can be learned. But the other part of it, this part of it, the, the, the actual broadcasting part of it, you either have it or you don't. That's it. 
Because if everyone thinks that they can just sit down and just, oh, well, I can do what that guy does, or I can do sports talk radio, or I can sit there and I can talk about this forever and all this. Yeah. Okay, well, I challenge you. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to sit you down in a chair. I'm going to put a microphone in front of your face. I'm going to say talk for two hours with no commercials, no phone calls, no breaks yes. in between, no dead air. Oh, and you better be entertaining. Right, exactly. And, and the words, uh, duh, uh, duh, uh, uh, that is the, that is the actual challenge. And if it's again, if you you either you either have it or you don't. And if you don't, just be willing to accept that and work on it until you until you ready, till you are ready. I Absolutely. mean, you can get there. It just takes time and patience. Everyone thinks like Tony always said this too. Every slapdick in the world can sit there and have a podcast these days. Yeah. Everyone can have a voice. But like I say, a lot of people need to just shut up because nobody knows what the hell you're talking about and no one really cares. They always have this idea of people saying, well, we just want to make it feel like a bunch of guys sitting in a bar and talking. But if you ever notice, there's like three or four guys sitting in a bar talking and no one's listening because no one cares what the fuck you're talking about. That's the thing. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear lame jokes. Nobody just tired <laughs> stories from when you were in college or high school. Nobody cares. Nobody really actually is listening to what you're saying. All you're doing is just regurgitating information that you heard earlier on other people's programs. You're not original. You're, you're not funny. And, and you're doing it very not funny. You exactly. I mean? like, it's just, that's the other thing is that you're, it's, it's not original. When I did this show, and I'm not trying to, to toot my own horn or anything like that, like, I've listened to, to fantasy shows. I've listened to fantasy podcasts. And they were all the same thing. Statistical driven just just bullshit that just yeah. you can pick up in a magazine or you can read online or you can listen to these people that are on ESPN all day long and just give you stats and statistics and all this stuff and it's just it's just it's mind numbing. There's no really fun is. to it. I wanted to do a fancy show where the nucleus of it was fancy football, but you know the, the you point is it Right, but you yes, know, have, exactly. it, it was all about being inter. It's all interaction. I wanted to have fan interaction, and the thing is, oh, like the people that don't don't play fancy sports. What do they always say when you talk about your fancy? I don't want. I don't want to hear about your fancy. I, I do. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to, to develop a, a platform where people could talk about their fancy sports, where they could come in here and tell me about your team. Tell me how you rape some guy in a trade. No offense to the rape word. I'm not going that way with it. But we you know people get bent over. Hashtag and me too. People get people get. Listen, I was used once. I was used once. Now, again, I wanted to do that. And I wanted to have this, this social interaction. I wanted to do something that no one's ever. I wanted to take fantasy football podcasts and make them fun. And I, I think I've done a pretty good job with this over the last yeah. almost two years. And it's growing, and the, and, the, and the idea of it's growing. And there's been other people that have starting to spin off about it. And God bless them, because I hope it's been able to to just take the wheel and reinvent it. Well, here's the thing, too. That's what you have to do, man. It's almost like, you know, like why it's so hard to make it in the music industry because you got so many just, you know, pinheads like, oh, we have a band, you know, uh, and it's like, you know, since I bought a guitar, I'm a guitar player. Right. You know what I mean? It's like anyone can buy a guitar, man, and it doesn't make you uh, Keith Richards, Jimi Hendrix. It's like, you, you know, if you do get it, you know, you got to work on it day by day. You got to make it priority. Yeah, it was, it was a line from a movie. It was a, it was a line from a movie that uh, I, I forget what it was, but the guy said, uh, "I'm Batman." No, that was a good. <laughs> um, that was, was a good line. <laughs> but the guy, the guy said, um, you know, when you when you go to the Beatles, it wasn't like it wasn't like Ringo came over one day and was like, "I want to be Lennon." Lennon was Lennon because Lennon was fucking Lennon. Like o that's it. You know o what I mean? Oasis ain't the Beatles, baby. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but this abs absolutely. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I would, not, I would not have wanted this in any other way, man. I have made sacrifices that, and that's the other thing, too. People, that's what it takes, People man. say things like, like you'll have, some, you'll have some, 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 some down moments. You know, sometimes you're not feeling it. Sometimes you're not as quick. Sometimes the show's not as funny. No one's harder on, on me than myself. 
See, oh, I, am, I am my own worst critic because I take it so serious. Same here. And for a little while, like I went through a little bit of a, a little bit of a dark period re- recently, and like I, I, it's just I can listen back to myself and I could, I can see it. I, I was mad at myself because I was delivering a poor product. Yeah. And now, like I'm starting to come out of it a little bit more. I'm feeling a little bit more like myself, and the energy's coming back, so I'm feeling alive again. But the thing is, is that you. <sighs> People will. You can cry, dude. People it's cool. will judge on. No, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> uh, people will judge you on it, and they'll say things, and it's just like you have no idea of the sacrifice they're made. The, the, like taking a thirty thousand hour a year pay cut to go chase a dream. That's it. Working sixteen hour days and then going to create show content afterwards. I I put in literally in the last five years. I have not between this show. Tony's show and my own job, I have not put in less than 90 hours of work a week. Every see, single week. see, that's where it usually pans out for the people that take those risks in life. You know what I mean? Like, you just you gotta be I mean? willing to, to, to wait up because sometimes you, gotta you get some people... up pe- and shut up and just get it done. Well, some people... Some people, they, they get a little bit of a, of, a, of a springboard. Some people find a, a niche and they, and they attach themselves to it and they do that. And God bless them. And it's great that it works out for them. And a lot of other people say, like, why are you, you know... The, the one thing, the one, and an ex girlfriend, ex girlfriend of mine said this to me once. Uh, I'm on the phone and I'm texting, and it's and it's eleven o'clock at night, and she goes, "Well, I'm, I'm on I'm on Twitter, and I'm actually trying to get a hold of some people uh, to come on Tony's show." And she goes, "It's eleven o'clock at night. Like, what are you doing?" I was like, "It's only eight o'clock in L.A." <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And that was like that was it. Like, and then she looked at me kind of thing like she didn't get it. She didn't understand what I was saying. Is that like, yeah? If you like the the other half of the world is not is not getting ready to go to bed. They're still up. What do you mean? Well, you know what? It, it, it's, 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 it's another thing is, too, it's like, you know, again, with people with the short term attention spans, is that they expect results instantaneous. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. And it's just like, they do three, four episodes. Like, why don't we have over 20,000 followers yet? Like, like, blah, blah, blah. like, it takes time. It takes man. a lot of time. You have I to build. That. You have to build a fan base. You have to build some sort of a rapport. Like you have to build a platform to do it on, and that doesn't happen overnight. No, unless, no, unless you're. That is essentially your bed. Is what you're saying. You put a and you. Well, you, I got a cot at work too. And, so. and and a big thing too is like what you know. A lot of people, you really have to go back. Well, I mean, you know, because you edit it. Right. I edit, I edit the stuff. Um, these guys don't, but it's like, I I I I. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie doesn't do much either. I mean, well, no, no, I do nothing. No, no, he, no, Charlie gets here on time. I give him credit. I do. No, but, but, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, one of the, one of the things is, it's like, you know, so a lot of people, it's like, they, it's like, it's like, oh, I can't go back. I can't listen to myself. Like, you know, like, it's, it's too grueling. You know, cause, cause, like you said, you're, you're, you're yeah, you your own apart. worst critic. You pick yourself apart. But you have to. You have yep. to. Like, you have to pick yourself apart. Like, you know, we all listen to ourselves back, and it's like, we're like, oh, man, I sound like that? You know, like, well, people uh, will say this, too. Like, they'll go, like, how was the show? I'm like, ah, it, like, it sucked. And I'm like, no, we told me it was great. I was like, no, I was too fast here. I was too slow there. Like, I'm listening to my own cadences because you have to pick those things up. And that's... No, no, it's no. not. It's not. It's not. It was originally... Originally, it was... <laughs> basically, basically. Well, originally it was uh, what well, originally it was the, the Mike and Mike show was actually Tony and, and Golick. Yeah. They were the they were the originators of that show, and they're still very close friends. And actually, my 
my one, my one, uh, my other, well, not my one, but I've got a couple claims of fame. Boyfriend? But, but not boyfriend. Kind of like, well, <laughs> I've got a few of those, too. A, gentle, a gentleman caller, I would call. Uh, <laughs> but when we were in Minnesota for the Super Bowl, I, I, I was sitting down, we were talking to, to Bob Golick of Saved oh, by shit. the Bell. This, 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 yeah, the college years, they're boys, man. Yeah, Bob, yeah, Bob Gold is pretty awesome. Yeah, Bob Gold is pretty awesome. That's the, the, but you have a great sports voice. Like, I can't see you like being a meteorologist like today. No. No, I don't want to do it. And but you could, though. I, don't, I, I have no ambition to do that. The one thing I did promise myself was that I'm going to swing as hard as I can at doing it the way I want to do That's it. That's it. And I will not do it any other way. I could absolutely could have gone and gotten internships at you know, terrestrial radio stations, which I have been offered. And I could have worked my way up there and did sports radio there and all this other nonsense. At some point, I could have gotten to that point. But it wouldn't have been the way I want to do it. And if I'm not going to do it the way that I want this to come to fruition, then I, that's it. I'm out. I'm out. You know how I'm I want to do and it? And I don't care. I, I want to ride Luigi's coattails. <laughs> cool, I appreciate your honesty, man. Yeah, thank you. You can, ride, you can ride me after the show for seven oh, bucks. It's fine. Oh, Hey now, so we got now. Listen, we got to get moving with this program, and it's this. Let me let me just ask you one more thing. I, I know Go you got you got to keep Ryan here. I mean, so you know, you guys have a obviously your topics are sports. You know, sports is is the center it's the point nucleus of the show. Exactly. So. So how did you, how did you go ahead and find like a, your first sponsor? Like how did you how do you go about finding a sponsor? Like how does that come okay. to so, fruition? All right. So what you do is you're basically okay. So when I got the when, with Moonshine, right? I developed a uh, a bit of a, famili- a familiarity with them and a friendship with them through not only just by doing things with Tony but by also coming here and spending a shitload of money and drinking here. So that's one way to do it. And when I approached Rich, when I I approached Rich, who's the owner here, and Sam, uh, I sat down with them, and I had a very open-heart conversation. I said, listen, I'm getting ready to start a new show, and I could do it in a studio, but I want to do it live. And I want to do it somewhere where I feel familiar, where I feel like it's family, like it's friendly, and this is the first place that popped in my mind because my mom doesn't want anything to do with me. So when I said... I'm kidding. She's actually listening right now. <laughs> so, nah, it's it's. Nah. Hey, hi. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Me and my mom are cool. We're like this. I'll my see mom. you in two days. Actually, I won't. That bitch moved to Lancaster. It's like two and a half hours away, man. Uh-uh. Damn. I ain't got time for that. But anyway, so what I did was I said I could do it. I want to do it here, and it's giving give me a chance to promote your business, give me a chance to uh, promote myself at the same time, and we kind of you know one hand washes the other, and sure. that's how it works out. And what I would do is I would find people that you know people that you trust, places that you go to, let them know what you're doing, let them know the idea, and just say, like, even for, like, the first little bit, not even, like, the monetary value, just say, like, say you, owned, you knew a guy who was, uh, I don't know, he freaking sold ice cream, okay? Just go, yeah. like, look, let's do some swag. So what you, <laughs> my mom was like, what? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, mom, I'm kidding. Just do, like, a basically, like, a, like you give us, like, like, I'll promote your business. Give me, like, a couple cases of your ice cream. I'll give the shit away is what I'm saying. Right. And that's how you can basically you, – you're giving something to the listeners, so that kind of draws their attention. Everyone loves free shit. Yeah, so I've seen people tear throats out for cozies, for beer cozies, <laughs> all right? I got a box of them out back. I, got, I can start death matches for the next two weeks out front if I wanted to. But it gives you an opportunity to form a relationship with them. And if they're, like – you know, if, if their sales pick up a little bit, you can kind of go back and, hey, look, man, you know, what do you think about maybe throwing us, like – 
you know, 50 bucks an episode or something like sure. that. And that's how it kind of works. And that's how you start getting the, the reputation with those people. And then you can start going from there. And when you're, you can also say like when you go to other sponsors, you can say, well, you know, we're also, you know, we're, we're shopping around some sponsorship, you know, getting on the ground floor kind of a thing. You know, Jim's handy dandy ice cream or whatever has already been on with us for a little while. His sales are going up a little bit. Andy you know, you could check in with them if you want. Here's some, here's some sound checks. And that's where the audio comes in. You can just kind of pull clips of the commercials for him. You can give him examples of things like that, how you promote. And also to what you actually do as a, as, as a program. So like the things that you use and the things that you're around, that's what you should be trying to cater to the most. Yeah. You know, that's to be the avenue you should go into. It's like if you, like you don't do anything with scooters, so why would you want to go try to get sponsorship from a scooter right, company? Right. You know what I mean? So our, 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 thing, our thing, you know, it's like, you know, like we are like, we're a comedy series, almost, right? You know what I mean. So, it's kind of hard to like narrow it down to what kind of sponsor we would have. You know what I mean? Like so, but that's that, see, but again, that's like a brainstorming thing that could be done. Like I would, I don't mind helping you guys off air. Like seriously, I'll give you. That's I'll, awesome. I'll think yeah, about let, it a little let me bit. Get your content. Let me look. Great. Yeah, I'll absolutely be in touch with you, and I'll help you sit down and brainstorm. That's another thing too. Like. I am a, I'm a, I'm like Mr. Freaking Pay It Forward. Yeah. Like I've had so many people help me. So if there's anything I could do anyone to, for anyone who's aspiring to do anything in this kind of business whatsoever, I'm at your beck and call. That's great. So man. I'll always help you. We're extremely grateful for that. No problem. Don't say that yet. I, am too. I haven't done a damn thing yet. He was like a Hollywood. Like you know, as soon as we don't went off air, he was just like, yeah, screw off. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm the, I'm the I'm the guy who raises money for charity. And then, like, Stone Cold Stunner's a llama on his way out to the freaking parking lot because that's what I do, man. I'm the nope. guy that wins a lot of fantasy football money and goes buys Dominican Bam Bam that's and what I, I, And doesn't give me a dime from it. But, like, even, like, well, even here, uh, I do a lot of stuff for charity. So, like, in December, we start, like, we start doing... <laughs> this isn't exactly the greatest idea in the world for kids, but... Started GoFundMe with a bum? No, I started, sh I started Shots for Tots. Which is every time you like, it was like the bucket challenge for people. Yeah. But again, it was like again, you, what you do is you challenge people to take a shot for a tot for kids, and we and we give money to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and to Autism Awareness things like that. So it helps give these kids a good Christmas. That's good. And the bar over here, every time you go in and buy a shot during the month of December, they donate a dollar for every shot sold out of the bar oh, to right match on. it. That's a so good. like and last year we raised like four thousand dollars. We cut a check to freaking Chop, and we gave those kids a great Christmas. You know what I mean? But, and that's great. So I took away to, to, to I took away I, I, what I did was I figured out a way to take binge drinking right, and small children <laughs> and put them together in a legal format. And this is for kids, exactly. Which is genius. As long as it's not in a car, it's kind of cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? As long as those kids ain't getting in the car with you binge drinking, you're pretty much all right. Well, sometimes it's best to give the kids the keys. But anyway, so now what's the YouTube channel that we can find your stuff on? Because I'm, I'm like so behind right now. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, so just go on YouTube, search Lame Brains TV. No space. No space. It's all one word. Um, yeah, you'll see uh, we got about 12 episodes up now. Um, and they're really starting to take shape. You know, you know how it is. Mm -hmm. you, gotta, you just got to do it. You start finding your groove. When we first started, I mean, it was a cluster. You know what? Like, so... I won't watch the beginning episode. Look, man, my best advice forward. is network your asses off. Go on anything you can go on. Talk about anything you can with anyone you can. If you can get on any shows, have them come on your shows. Just cross network as much as you possibly can. You know, I'll tell you real quick. You know, sorry to get you know keep you, right. keep dragging here. What, what bums me out is I I have a friend. I'm not going to say his name, but 
he's got a great platform. Okay, he's the graphic des- uh, graphic artist designer for Joey Diaz. Okay, you know Joey Diaz from the Joe Rogan show. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does graphics, uh, commercials and stuff for him. He does it for Ari Shafir, uh, Burt Kreischer. You know all these top notch comedians. And you know I'm the kind of guy. It's like yo, like yo, let's look each other out. Like like you know you do something for me, I'll do something for you. Like kind of like you were saying. Like, yeah. um, but he's just some people are just when they have it, it's like it's like no no. Yep, they're all mine. I'm not That's sharing this. Yeah, it's like it's. <laughs> It's like don't forget when when you introduce someone to someone else, they're also being introduced to you. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's just people helping people along the way, and that's how networking works. You know, some people are just so like, well, they but but some people are just so like, no, this is mine. I'm not letting. Well, I will say this though: if you decide to air episodes on Tuesday during my show, I will shut you down faster than I freaking (laughs) help you get up. I promise you. I'm kidding. Every single person I come in here, I go, when, when's your show? Tuesday. I'm like, motherfucker. Are you kidding me? I'm like, what time are you doing? Seven to nine. I'm are you kidding me right now? I'm creating competition. Yeah, we try to work around our drinking schedules. Like- All right. So, guys, before I get you off the mic, before yeah. I guys get you off the microphone, no, no um, I need your pick. You guys got to make a pick for this. All right. So, it's Marvel superheroes. All right. You know that you know how the game works. So, are we going on a flex? or are You can we go anywhere you go want. Go anywhere you want. Uh, yeah, take freaking more time than you already did. That's fine. Go for it. (laughs) We're going to go with Thor as the linebacker. Well, there's defense. Defense. There's no no individual defense. 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 We're going Thor defense. All right, that was a good pick. That was a good pick. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming in and checking us out and talking about your talk. Guys, thank you so much. Sit down and relax. You have another beer. You guys are awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Where are you guys from? Echo. 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 Echo Raceway. About 30, 40 minutes from here. We we have the Raceway and syringes. (laughs) You guys ever go to Jay's Elbow Room? (laughs) Yeah. It's on 73. I've seen you guys there and track with you before. Will Sasso. (laughs) My God. I knew you looked familiar. Yeah, you. that's that's. And a, then when I saw him, I that's was like, "That's in Mount That's um, my buddy's bar. My buddy used to go there all the time. Nick Coleman. And, so, uh, so l- let me get your contact, man. And uh, dude, if you guys want to come on 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 my show, man, that'd be awesome, dude. Seriously, control room tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sean actually mentioned the fact that I'm, you guys are doing this '80s party. I got to come to or whatever. I'm doing the I'm doing the judging or something like that. Or yes, you are going to be on the panel that night. Now I get to get dressed up, right? Yes. All right, because are we, are we live know, still? Oh, yeah, we're, we're, right, we're so staying live. I live so live. Dude, to, you to, to your audience, we do have, you know, if you're doing shameless plugs, yeah. we have this huge party coming up. It's kind of like on a low low. You know, we're planting seeds. We're going to do a big reveal soon, very soon, a commercial that's going to reveal all. Uh, March 1st is the set date. Uh, it's going to be in the hometown of Akko, and it's going to be pretty much pretty much the greatest thing you've ever attended. All right. Full 80s theme party, 80s tribute band. Um, just, you know, uh, well, I don't want to curse, so. No, you're all right. Now, all right. I, I don't, cocaine hookers. The, and, only, the uh, only thing I'm trying to, uh, the only thing I'm trying to figure out is, is, like, my, my birthday's next week, November 30th, and I share okay. it with two people, Christopher Columbus, well, three people, Christopher Columbus. Your birthday's November 3rd or yeah, December 30th? 30th. Okay. 30th. Winston I'm Churchill birthday, and the iconic I'm Billy Idol, which I might be coming dressed as, or oh, I might go blackface. Oh, awesome. I might go blackface and go Morris Day. Oh, oh. 
Oh, more staying the time? Go for it. My, my great story, I was at the Sands Casino Hotel when I was 17 years old, which Sands does not even exist anymore. They tore it down. I went there to go see more staying the time at 17. I was the only white guy with oh, seven oh, freaking oh, square blocks of that place. And I, I'm, I'm literally, I'm sitting there, I'm third table from the freaking stage. Morris is right there. Every freaking black person <laughs> in the world is staring at me. And they're like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here to see fucking Morris Day in a time. What are you doing here? They're like, It's like you me, showing brother. up at a bar key show. And then when I went to Minnesota for Super Bowl yeah. last year, guess who was the show? Morris, Morris, Morris Day in a time. time. So I got to meet Morris, man. That I like cool. that. He had more makeup on than a Kardashian, dude. Really? It looked, yeah, it looked bad. Is Alf. I should go as Alf. He was in blackface too. I should go as Alf. You should go as Alf. I, I got mean, the nose. I mean. got the, exactly. I didn't want this to is say like more. a reunion Gordon over here. Gordon Shumway is perfect. Or Will Sasso. Or no, Will Sasso. I swear we have mutual friends. We'll talk after the show. All right, guys. Well, thanks for checking in, guys. Thanks for having us, guys. No problem. Anytime. Right. Now listen. All right, now Where are you it's going? my pick. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I can't believe you guys went Thor. Yeah, there's a bathroom. It's the gl- most glorious restroom in the history of restrooms. It restroom. is a beautiful bathroom. Just come the moonshine for the bathroom, everybody. Now, nah, Thor's strong. Uh, there might be one defense that could go ahead. I'm going flex. Okay. Taking a flex right now. I need a guy who's a little out there. Can All do right. everything. Really unpredictable. Yeah. I'm taking, uh, taking my man Deadpool oh, at the flex. Shit. I'm going Deadpool flex. Make sure you nice. lock that in there, Chuck. All right, now, Charlie's, what are you, you doing? Took I took the list. I'm sorry. Now, Charlie, you're on social media right now. You're checking Twitter. Yeah, I have been. Victor, we've, had, uh, we've had some picks on... Uh, Victor Elman says, I'm doing the bird. Well, bird's the word. We all know that. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but bird's the word. Now, Charles, we're, we're already going way over time right now. Right, so let's, so already, let's get right back down to the business, okay. as we like to say in this program. And uh, it's your pick. All right, we're going with Instigators889 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's got a pick, and he's going running back, and I can't disagree, or I can't, uh, disagree with him at all. Go for it. He's going with the mother effing juggernaut. Yeah, the juggernaut. Ah, juggernaut's strong. Juggernaut is a strong. He might, I, I, he might be better than the Incredible Hulk at running back. No, because the, uh, the Hulk will destroy the, the juggernaut. Uh, yeah, it was the audience. Let's go with, um, let me keep me moving here. See, I, I got a quarterback to go, two wide receivers, my tight end, and my kicker. <sighs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go wide receiver. All right. I got to go to a guy that, Everything thrown at him sticks to him. Okay. I'm taking Magneto. Ah, that's a good one. I'm taking Magneto wide receiver. All right. Charles? Going back to me? I mean, I, I'll go back to you because then I'm going to go to my avoiding the plays. But I go, we'll make one more pick each. All right. I'm going wide receiver as well. Go for it. I'm going with a guy with so many arms ah, that it's unstoppable this is at wide receiver. Go for it. And I'm going Dr. Ock. Dr. Ock. All right. Doctor. Not Dr. Oz. No, Dr. Ock. All right. That was a good pick. I know. It was a good pick. That, I mean, he, that's the only bad guy that you got to go with. I mean, he's... All right, I need a, I need a quarterback. Right. I need a guy who can rally the troops, who can command an army. Mm-hmm. I need a... I need a, just, just, like, not so much like a general in the field, but like a captain. Uh, and I'm taking Captain America I'd at quarterback. Just, I don't disagree. Fall in line, bitches. Captain America. All right, now, Chuck, I'm going to go into my avoid and deploys for the week. Now, you know how this works. Yep. It's, it's basically like a stardom set but I go avoid and deploy to avoid any kind of copyright infringement yeah, by all the, big, uh, all the big companies. Yahoo I'm not the guy to tell you when to start Antonio Brown. I'm the guy to tell you when to sit Antonio Brown. And more often than not, more often than not I'm right than I'm wrong. Yep. So, let me get, hold on. What the hell's going on with my phone system over here? This is, now the phone system's down. 
Yeah, sure. Fantastic. That's all right. Nobody's calling anyway right now. Everyone's enjoying the program. So avoid. we're going to avoid Matt Stafford against the Bears at home on Thanksgiving Day. All right? Because the, uh, the Bears secondary is no joke, and Matt Stafford is a bit of a joke this year. He's got uh, weapons down. He's, he, he has been decimated on the offensive side of the ball. We're going to avoid look at that D-line, man. <laughs> we're going to avoid Adrian Peterson at Dallas. He's a little bit banged up, but again, Colt McCoy's in for the injured Alex Smith. They're another team who's decimated by injury. They'll be loading the box for Adrian. And uh, I would avoid Adrian Peterson at all costs this week. I'm a little parched here, man. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of water tonight. Say that one more time for me. I've been drinking a lot of water tonight. Water? Water. Okay, so you say water, too. Yeah. So I used to say water. I did, too. I said water for my entire adult life. And then when I started getting on a microphone, I had to learn how to say water. When I'm in Delco, I say water. No one else says water anywhere else. I had to say water. So I've had to learn how to say water, but when I go see my buddies in the Northeast, I have to... I have to throw the accent a little bit. I have to go back oh, yeah. to Wooder because then they make fun of me, and it's not, and that's when, not cool. When I'm home in Delco, man, I'm throwing Wooders and bagels everywhere. You're throwing jorts, salmon shorts around, all that other stuff, too, over in Delco. Yeah. Uh, Larry Fisher with the Chargers. We're going to sit him. We're also going to sit Kyle Rudolph against Green Bay, who does a fantastic job against tight ends. We're deploying Eli Manning at Philadelphia. No. Yes. Don't say it. Yes. No. Yes. He I will. hope this bites you in the end. Eli Manning, 275 and three scores. Book it. We're going to deploy Theo Riddick against the Bears. He's like the healthiest player they have. Yeah. All right. And now with Carrion Johnson basically not going to be able to play on, on Thanksgiving Day, Theo Riddick will be plenty busy on the offensive side catching balls. Excuse me. So we're going to deploy Keo, uh, Theo Riddick. Kiki, uh, Kiki Kuti against the Tennessee Titans. You know who that is? Well, it's no Kute, actually. He's a rookie for the Texans. Yes. You play, don't you watch sports? I do okay. watch sports. I didn't know. You, you said his name wrong. Uh, CJ Uz- Azuma. He's at Cincinnati. I'm sorry, he's playing against Cleveland for Cincinnati. We're going to start him. My DFS is DFS plays for the week. Again, I give you the plays to help you keep you under the cap, but into the cash. Now, last week I didn't give you any because it was a short week because we did this show on Monday. Yeah. And I couldn't, like, foresee the, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and try to uh, basically prognosticate six, six days ahead of time because I kind of wait till the, till, till the week starts getting towards the, uh, the latter part. Yeah. But this week I got a little bit of time to take a look at it. We're going to do Eli Manning at Philly. He's only 6,700 on FanDuel. Oh. Uh, you got to roll with Gus Edwards against Oakland. You got to ride the hot hand. You got to ride the hot hand. Oakland can't stop anybody on the ground. No. He's 5,300. Danny Amendola at Indy, 5,300. And David Njoku at Cincinnati. Um, he's going to have a bounce back game at 5,100 for David Njoku. And now we did that. Already, Chuck. Yeah. We already got into the to the fantasy part of it. Yeah. All right. So you know what that means. Go get a little funk. It's time to get ready for the reality part. Of it. Oh, it's time to get down to the business. Time to get down to the lukewarm PVC locks. All right. I don't do stone cold lead pipe locks. I do lukewarm PVC lead pipe locks. Last week, I was four and one, homeboy. Four and one. I was way off last week. Which puts me in the plus column. So this week. Now, last, again, last week we had two shit bowls. Shit bowl one and shit bowl two. And I was, I was 2 and 0 in both shit bowls. Really? Yep. This week we have two shit bowls again. But first, we're going to get down to Turkey Day. Thanksgiving Day. Chicago goes to Detroit. Chicago now. Mitch Trubisky may not start. I'm taking the Detroit Lions at home getting four against Chicago. And make sure you lock it in with your booking now because if Trubisky doesn't play, it's going to go down to even. Wow. It's gonna. I'm telling you, that point spread will drop. Chase Daniels to be the starter that night. Then we're gonna move on to Dallas against Washington. Dallas at home, opened up at nine, it's down to seven and a half. But Colt McCoy at the helm, and Dallas at home, and this 
This game right here, if they win this game, this is the division right here, buddy. Yes, it is. Dallas at home, I hate to say it, but lay the seven and a half, they will lay a smackdown on the Washington Redskins, and then we're going to go to the dirty. And no, Charlie, not your bedroom. We're talking New Orleans. Atlanta versus the Saints. Mm -hmm. Saints coming off a huge pistol whipping of the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. are laying 13 points to the Atlanta Falcons. The, the Falcons are dead in the water. However, I think the New Orleans Saints have a little bit of a letdown this week. They don't lose, but they don't cover. And I'm taking Atlanta with a 13. It's a big number, a lot of big numbers this week. Now in shit bowl one, Jacksonville at Buffalo. Okay. The Jacksonville Jaguars, after coughing up a fourth quarter lead against the Pittsburgh Steelers, are absolutely dead in the water, and they have nothing left to play for. The Buffalo Bills haven't, anything to, haven't had anything to play for since 1998, okay? <laughs> but yet they still go out there every single week. They are God getting three them. points at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I am taking the Buffalo Bills in wow. Shit Bowl 1. Shit Bowl 2. Is it the Philadelphia Eagles? San Francisco no. 49ers traveling east from west. That's left to right if you're looking at the map, Charlie. They're going to Tampa Bay, and they're getting three points against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Shit Bowl number 2. I am going to take mm -hmm. the Tampa Bay Bucks. With Jameis Winston back at the helm? It could be Ryan, Fat Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, they, announced they announced it. They announced it. It is, it is oh, Jameis Winston. You're right, it is Jameis Winston. So Jameis Winston will be at the helm. I will take Jameis Winston, minus the three points, against San Francisco in ship bowl number two. The New England Patriots, these are my actual real picks. New England Patriots traveling to New York Jets. They're dead in the water. We'll take the Pats and laying nine and a half, come off the bye. We'll take the Indianapolis Colts to continue their, uh, their trek towards another division title. They're laying nine and a half against Miami. Miami does get Ryan Tannehill back, but that won't be enough. My buddy put money on that before the season. On what? On the uh, Colts winning that division. Put over 800 bucks on that. I watched him do it, and I laughed at him when he did. And now, oh, good for you! He looks like a he looks like a genius. Take the Chargers laying 12 against Arizona and Green Bay on the road to at Minnesota, getting three and a half. I will take the Green Bay Packers. Wow! Take the Green Bay Packers to win the division game. I think Aaron Rodgers got enough magic left to win one more game. And there you have it, folks. Those are the locks for the Throw them away now. Let's finish up this last little bit of stuff here, and I can say goodbye to everybody and uh, wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Now, Chuck, it's your pick. Yep. I'm going to take, so take a social media pick. How about that? I got one. You got one. This is coming from Twitter again? Yeah, this is coming from Twitter again. All right, who's the pick? This is from Instigators again. He's really... Uh, he gets this. into this, man. He was yeah. chomping that he wanted to be here live for this, and he should have been. Maybe and, next time. Uh, he had another running back for us here. Do you have it still? Yes, I do. And this is, I mean, we're talking Marvel Comics, right? Any character this, created by Stan Lee, dude. And Jesus this Christ. Is, what don't you f understand? Well, I, I understand that. But I'm, I'm leading up to the pick. The guy's named after Marvel Comics. And he's going with Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's a girl. Yeah. No, she girls can play football. No, they can play football. She can play they football. Can play. Captain Marvel? That's what he's taking. At where? At running back. Go ahead. No, put it in there. Lock it in. That's what he's Lock going. Lock it in. He can vote for himself, but this is, this is where they're going to lose. And that's fine as opposed to Yeah. Is there any running back availability? No, there is no more running back availability. But you could use a flex. You could use a flex for the listeners. You can make DM a pick next. It's my pick next. Hold on. And then you can make a pick. Two. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me make my pick first, and then you can make your pick. Mm -hmm. I go wide receiver, tight end, or kick. I'm taking a... Going tight end. All right. 
And I need a guy at the play tight end again who, is, who can also do, who can block okay. and open up the lanes for my running backs, mm -hmm. but who's also just dependable, sturdy hands, built like a rock. All right. I'm taking the thing at tight end. The thing, the thing at tight end. Yeah, you guys can make it. your let's flex pick. What? Nice, I love it. Yeah. I was saving that son of a bitch. I was no nightcrawler's a good nightcrawler's good nightcrawler's a nightcrawler's a good pick. My um, I go wide receiver. Um, you have your defense too. I know. I already got my defense ready to go. My wide receiver. I'm taking a girl. Yeah. This chick could fly. Yeah. She could wreak havoc. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going storm. storm. Yeah, I knew it. Storm at wide receiver. Can I got one. I got a really good one right now. You got a really good one right now? Yeah, I got a Wait, really good one. Wait, how do we one. get mixed up here? How do I have one more pick? Actually, how do they make two picks? You have two picks. I what other pick picks. do I have left? You have defense and kicker. Okay, and what do you have? Tight end and kicker. Then what am I talking about? I'm going with the tight end. I'm right just messing with you, Charlie. Make a pick. Oh. All right. This dude is unstoppable. Go for it. And he's going to be my tight end because he's got big hands and he reminds me of Rob Gronkowski. His name? It's Thanos. He is the absolute best pick. And I wanted to take him at defense, but you know what? All right. Thanos is good. I know. See where I went with that? I've been thinking about that since yesterday. All right. All right, so my uh, defense. I didn't pick Spider-Man. That wasn't me. That's the worst pick of our team. You tell Nemiroff that on Twitter. <laughs> All right, I'll take my, I'll take my defense. Okay, pipe down. God damn it, pipe down. I'm going crowd control in here. I'm not even going to build up. Yeah. I'm going Doomsday. Oh, that's a good one. Doomsday. I think there's only one choice. It's Doomsday Man, basically, is what it is. All right, now. Kicker. I have an idea. Come up here and tell me what I thought. Well, we, I all right, let's just make this last pick so I can freaking get out of here. <laughs> I'm thinking of Marksman, if you know what I mean. Hawkeye? At kicker. No, even better than Hawkeye. He, he's a, million, a billionaire, really. He's got his family business behind him. He's got a great Iron TV Man? show. No. You said Iron Man. No, I already said Iron Man. He, he, uses a, he uses a bow and arrow. Hawkeye? No. The Green Arrow. That is not Marvel. That's DC. Oh, he's DC. Yes. Step into my office, Charlie. You're Shit. Why did I think? That's why I didn't say the Flash for freaking the wide Get some facts and come back and see me. Really? You just pumped that up. I got this great pick. I got this great pick. It's the wrong freaking league. Go Hawkeye then. It's the same guy. Oh uh, well, guess uh, what? It's not so Hawkeye's your, your Hawkeye's your kicker. So my last pick. Yeah. My last pick. Who did who did Stan my kicker. love the most? Now, Spider-Man. This guy's got a he's he's got a good leg, but he's just he's just but he's more known for just kicking the shit out of everything. Mm -hmm. Taking the Punisher. Nice. Taking the Punisher, my oh. kicker. Taking the Punisher. It's like Sebastian Janikowski, basically. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking it. Yeah, basically. I'm taking Sebastian Yen. So let's, let's run it down one more time. You can vote on this tomorrow at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter. The listeners at quarterback have Spider-Man. Their running backs are Juggernaut and Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. I, I, don't even, I don't even know Captain Marvel. 
The wide receivers are Iron Man and Dr. Octopus. My their tight end is Thanos. Their flex is Nightcrawler. Their defense is Thor. And their kicker is Hawkeye. I think it's a solid team. Luigi, who is me. Yes. We, the royal we. Quarterback is Captain America. Right. Got a fucking franchise behind him, kid. Strong, I'm gonna, I'm strong. Gonna you want to talk about a franchise quarterback? That guy's got six movies, all right? He is the big, he is big Ben Roethlisberger. My running backs, Incredible Hulk and Wolverine. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty unstoppable right there. My wide receivers. This guy, everything sticks to him. is Magneto and, and Storm. My tight end is The Thing. My flex is Deadpool. My defense is Doomsday. I want a Deadpool. And my so kicker bad. is Punisher. So there you have it, folks. You go to at Funk and Fantasy tomorrow, and, and it will be up there for your vote. There's a, there's a hand raised. You have a question. What's your question, Billy Madison? Since when is a football made of metal? Why do you have Magneto? Well? <laughs> it's just the whole thing that he, everything sticks to him. He would have been better off it's with... It's made of metal! He still catches everything. He's got to be juicing the footballs like yeah, Tom Brady before. Exactly. You have a quarterback that throws webs. That's right. That's true. Joe Webb that beat the Eagles. <sighs> Are we going ten? Oh wait, you got the Tuesday ten, don't you? Yeah, we do. Shit. It? All right. Yeah, might as well do it. All right, Charlie, it's Tuesday 10 time. Dr. Catfish Charlie, every single Tuesday, he gives us his, his, his 10 questions of the week. He comes up with them during the course. Well, it's actually uh, 10 questions of the day. He comes up with them during the course of his day. I have no idea what they are. They're predetermined by Charlie, and he just gives them to me, and I answer them rapid-fire style. So, Charlie, right. take it away. Let's go, quickly. What's your record in fantasy football this year, and what's your biggest Monday night uh, fantasy football comeback. Seven and four and one and ten. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well in the uh, Luigi put your money where your mouth is uh, league. The, uh, the, the, the people here are You shouldn't win that anyway. Though. No, I shouldn't win my own league. I should, but I've embezzled every dime out of it anyway, so it doesn't freaking matter. Uh, at, yeah, exactly. And my Monday... Uh, my biggest Monday, I, I couldn't remember. Dude. I don't know. Seventy-four points. Man. Uh, you're just, so you're just, you just, you gotta throw in your glass, Dan, and don't you? Gotta yeah. throw in your gloating. That's what it is, man. All right, number two. If you were bitten by a radioactive animal or bug that would transform you into a superhero, what animal would it most likely be? A mosquito. <laughs> I get bit by twelve. I got bit by a mosquito earlier. And it's thirty-three degrees outside. Seriously, that's what it is. A mosquito. All right. Although, I'd, but I'd like to aspire to be the tick. That would be my my pick. What's the three most important components of a Thanksgiving dinner? The mo the three most important components. Yep. Well, you gotta have the bird. Okay. So he's. Carving, carving so, like no, you gotta have. You gotta have. I'm talking the feast. The food. The, the food, food. The food. You gotta have the. You gotta have the bird. The bird's number one, right? I like where your minds went, though. And you gotta have. No, no, no! It's just gotta be. It's gotta be cooked. In, in internal temperature, 165 degrees. No one's trying to die. No one's trying to die. Traditional in the oven. I'm not for all this frying and all this other stuff. Are you stuffing that freaking? Yeah, that's right. I am stuffing that bird. Absolutely, I'm stuffing that bird, and I'm choking my chicken right afterwards. Whoa! No, I never have. I bet it. I mean, I bet it is, but I'm just too much of a damn traditionalist when it comes to this. I, I'm a traditionalist. So that's why when it comes to the staples and the three musts, I got to have the turkey. I got to have mashed potatoes. 
I, I, as, as play as it sounds, I got to have my cranberry sauce, man. I got to have it. Yes. Because I already have, because here's the thing. I already have the carb with the mashed potato. So I have the turkey, which is the protein, and I need the junk, which is the cranberry sauce. I'm not getting any of that crap from, from Wawa, all right? I'm getting that from my fridge the day after because I don't do gobbler. The gobbler's I don't do, the, great, I don't do turkey bowls. I'm doing it. The only turkey bowl I do is Frankfurt versus Judge when they used to play each other. No wonder and, and Wawa doesn't it. sponsor this That's show. about it. What about you, Chuck? What's your staple? Uh, you got to go turkey. You got to go stuffing, and you got to go gravy, man. What's your Mount Rushmore there, Chuck? The gravy. My mom, one year, she bought it from, uh, well, an Italian household, but there's a lasagna made every single, but again, you, you got every single time, but uh, you know, me growing up in an Italian household, I'm 100% time first generation, first person born in my entire lineage in this country, yeah, and so it was like Captain Crunch and a big ziti, like every morning, like that's what it was, like you weren't leaving and so it was, I had the weirdest looking sandwiches in, in school, you know, like when you go to, you go to the lunchroom and the kid... Kids are open. No, kids are opening up their sandwiches and they're having like, um, PB and you know, J. peanut butter and jelly, uh, tuna fish sandwiches, ham and cheese. Right? Yeah. What I wouldn't give for that. I'm opening up. I got, the, I got, I got two pieces of bread, 17 inches thick, right, with fried zucchini flowers on them and prosciutto. <laughs> and I'm over there. I'm trying. I'm, I'm telling a kid. I'm like, hey, will you trade me, Dude, you know, your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, sandwich for this? And they're like. And they're like, no, I'm not eating that. I'm like, dude, it's like ninety-seven dollars worth of freaking man. worth of prosciutto and parmesan. Are you kidding me here, dude? It was the worst. Like I had the. the How is that the worst? I would have traded anything. Because I just that. wanted a normal fucking lunch. That's why, man. For once, I had wish sandwiches that had nothing in between the bread. Where my dad was like skipping on peanut butter because he was afraid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, jeez. It left a big... I had, I had gym right afterwards, man. Yep. It was a heavy lunch. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I'm just saying it was a heavy lunch. And then there was the five years where I'd be cutting weight for wrestling, and I didn't eat lunch at all. I mean, come on. That's not, a, that's not healthy, man. No, it wasn't. That's not healthy, that's man. That's why I'm fat today. See, Charlie, that's, that's, that's an eating disorder, Charlie. It's a, it's oh, I know a serious it is. business, man. I worry about you, Will. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlie. Yo, know, my parents, though, went Boston Market one year, and it was for Thanksgiving. What? And it was the worst Thanksgiving I turned my Everything and I ran out. That's that's not good. Yeah, that's Next question, Chuck. All right, number four. What's the dumbest thing you've blown your entire paycheck on, or damn near your entire paycheck? Uh, I don't remember the slot machine's name. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember I blew my entire tax return at freaking at a casino in like twelve minutes. Jeez, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the. I actually have that drop. I play it all the time. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I, uh, so I'm playing, I, I go in there, and I'm playing this, this slot machine. This was at Parks Casino, all right? And I'm playing the Wheel of Fortune slots. And I'm, I, was, I was going a little crazy. I was playing the $5 wheel. So it's like $15 a shot every time you push this thing. Wow. So I'm down, like, I don't know, like several hundred dollars. And I'm still playing. I'm going, I, this, I was supposed to stop in for a drink. That was it, right? Jesus so I go in there after about, like, I don't know, $3,100 going into this machine. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I grabbed the back end of the chair, and I ripped the chair straight off its platform. Nice. You had to take that home. I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I grabbed the chair. I said, I'm taking this with me. And I walked straight out the door. 
No, I saw love. Luckily, it was because they were right in the front at that time. Because if I had to go all the way through the casino, I did not think I was going to be able to matriculate that chair all the way through. Nice. But yeah, that was probably the dumbest thing I've ever blown my entire paycheck on. All right. What's your best ever time in the mile? Running a, a, a mile? Yeah. My best ever mile. No, I, I ran a mile in 657. My last mile was, in, in the 8K, my last mile was 7 minutes and 24 seconds. My first mile was 8.33. So my last mile was a minute, a, minute and 13, a minute and 9 seconds faster than my last mile. That's fantastic. What was yours? You ran a mile in 5.02? Who was chasing you? Jeez, man. Were you a Jesus? See, but, that's, but that's, that's one mile. Like, it's one mile. If I had to go all out one mile... I, you can't sustain that for, like, miles. Unless you're, like, Kenyan or, like, getting paid, you know. You went down right there on your high school coach? It's not that kind of a program, Damn, though, Sean. Man. But if you, want, if you want to share, get on up there and I'm share. I'm not going to. I'm a first reporter in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did. And from and judging from Delco, they were probably jorts. <laughs> There you go. So the, exactly. There you go. Chuck, what about you? What was your fastest mile? Uh, about 6:30 when I was in wrestling shape. Okay. The day, um, and I, that was on a hill. If I had to run it, like if I had to run all out sprint one freaking mile, I could p- probably do it in maybe 6:30, maybe, maybe. But I wouldn't want to. Right now, I'd probably do it in 14. I wouldn't minutes. want to. Next um, question. Next question. Who do you got this weekend, Tiger or Lefty, and are you going to pay for the pay-per-view? No. I'm not paying for the pay-per-view, and I I, I, I don't know. I guess Tiger. Yeah, I think Tiger. Yeah, I'll root for the black guy. Why not? All right. How far it's are you traveling? Sound tra- logic. <laughs> How far are you traveling for Thanksgiving this year? I'm going all around the goddamn world. <laughs> all around the world. I have to, dude, because, all right, so I'm starting out in Tony's. Then I got to go, which is his sister's house. I got to go to freaking Lower Gwinnett. Then I, I got to go see my mom in Lancaster. So I got to go see my mom in Lancaster. Then from there, I got to go see my brother and my nephews in freaking uh, in Abington. And then I got to come all the way back down here to Philly, Fairmount, to spend the rest of my evening. So I'm going to five different locations, Why bro. isn't your brother going to your mom? He's got the kids, man. How early, how early do you start? Oh, by the way, I'm, I get off at work at 11 a.m. Thanksgiving morning. Jeez. I'm working, t- I'm working 20 hours the night before and then going to do that. God bless you. No, I'm sitting at work and drinking, and then I'm going to get up and go. That's what I'm doing. I'm just going, man. I'm going. Adderall is a fantastic drug, man. Slow-release <laughs> capsules, 20 milligram, boom. Boom. <laughs> All right. Do you go to bars on the night before Thanksgiving? Nope. Nope, because I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not a 15-year-old kid. Seriously, that's not amateur hour, dude. I don't do that. It's the worst. I, don't, I had this thing, right? Like, I don't understand what it is with, like, Older people having this want and need to hang out with, like, 20-year-old kids. I, I don't understand it. Neither do I. Like, at what point, like, do you just say to yourself, I'm using them to feel better about me? Yes. Rooflin. I don't know why they call them roofies. You end up on the floor anyway. You just call them floories. <laughs> the thing is, is that I have no want to go out there and just get twisted the night before Thanksgiving at a bar. I, I, I want to do that at home now. Well, exactly. That's the thing. You, you want to do that, but I, I don't want to. St- and that's the other thing too. I don't want to be hungover 
So, you ready? How, this is, I'm going to teach you how to segue. You ready for this, kid? Yeah. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't want to be up all night drinking on Thursday, be hungover. I mean, be up all night drinking on Wednesday. So then Thursday, I'm, at Thanksgiving, I'm kind of hungover, and I can't get up on Friday to get down here to Moonshine for buy one, get one gift cards on Friday. It's BOGO here at Moonshine. Every single Friday, I do this after Thanksgiving. So make sure you get down here to Moonshine and get your gift cards, buy one, get one for the holiday season. You see that shit, Chuck? That's how an they expert does that. That's how you do it, brother. Thank you. I'll tell you this, my first bar fight was because a dude thought I was with the girl sitting next to me on amateur night, and he decided that he was taking offense to that, and then I had to kick his ass. I actually have audio of that. We have audio. We actually what? have audio of that. No, what you, she was just some random dude's oh. girlfriend that was on the other side of me. You're talking to me. And he picked a fight with the wrong dude, thinking it's it was like... Tone. <laughs> I should have at the end. You guys just talked over the entire drop. Oh, my bad. We were Over the I understand you're having a side conversation. Vibing, the main man, conversation is happening during the show. <sighs> All right, you ready? Do you like football now, or do you like how the NFL used to be? Because um, last night rang the, the new era of football. Like, Jesus. <sighs> well, look, man, I, I, I hate to say it, but that's what people wanted. People wanted more points. They want more scoring. Scoring is what's... Im- Nobody wants to watch a 3 nothing freaking bloodbath. I did. No, well, that's the other thing. That's the other argument. You don't want to see the, the, the WWF become the WWE. I mean, I'm sorry. You don't want to see the NFL become the WWE. I, I don't know. I liked football in the 90s. Right there. I think the 90s was good. The 90s was perfect. And then, like, once the new... You know, the, the, the millennium started to turn, and we started to get into the... the, the the 2000s, millennials started to come in and everything. It, I think, I, I, there are, like, I am against the whole, like, helmet-to-helmet thing, but it's a little too ticky-tack. But, you know, the roughing the passer shit, that's gotten way that's, out of, that's gotten way out of control. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, we might as well have him wear dresses. No, but. Yeah, it was a clean hit by Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Jesus Dude, Christ. This past weekend on Roethlisberger. Right. I'm number one. The dude's a rapist. He should be allowed to be hit as hard as allegedly. He can. Allegedly. No, he's not allegedly. He paid the girl off. No, you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that, Charlie. Right. Allegedly, Charlie. he's a rapist. I've said it to him on Twitter. Our he's buddy Joe Rafino checks so. in. He says, "Bring back concussions and open field hits." Bring back concussions. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm all about being concussed anyway. Come on, Chuck. All right. Bruce Pearl is the biggest douchebag ever. We're on the last one, by the way. He's the guy coaching Auburn right now against Duke. All right. This is inspired by Clark Kent. What friend of yours is most likely a superhero in disguise? That's, that's me. Oh, shoot. All right. I didn't know. Have you seen my friends? They're freaking worthless, dude. Are you kidding me? They're less than worthless in a fight. It would be, I, I, no, I don't know. Um, if, hey, one might be putting on a good act, man. That's true. I'm being asked, do we, okay. Someone asked this question, all right, earlier to me, and I'm actually going to do an entire show on this one day. And it actually goes to show you, like, what kind of person you are if you picked flight or invisibility. Absolutely. I personally, I would rather have invisibility. Really? Yes. Even though it's like you screwed like being a creep? Yes. Okay. But not because I don't want to do creep shit. Explain. I want to do comedy with it. Okay. When you're invisible, you can do anything you want. Like, like, sneak, in, like sneak, sneak into an airplane and go fly anywhere you want to. Number one. 
But when you fly, but that's all you do is you fly. So you just pick up and you go. But at some point, it's got to get tiring, right? You're just flying around. See, you're, you're going next level with the apocalypse. All right, but I mean, like, that's the ultimate thing, right? Like, why would you want a superpower unless it has to do with something that's, like, world-ending? But you can fly on crack. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know. Like, for me, like, I guess just flying's the most, like, it's, flying's the most basic answer for it, I guess. So it's like, it's like when everyone says, what's your, you know, what superpower would you like to have? Everybody's like, I, I want to be able to fly. I want to I fly like a bird. Like, I don't even like birds. I, I just want to be invisible. I want to be invisible. Super strength. Right, exactly. I, I, it's not that I, I don't want to be a creep. I, want to, I, I just want to be able to, like, I want to be able to mess with people, <laughs> number one. I'm not going to be like that invisible. That's the, oh, that's the other thing, too, is they said, like, if you're invisible, in order to be invisible, you got to be naked. Right? Okay. Well, look, man, we were all brought in this world with no clothes. Mm-hmm. So if I want to walk around with, you know, my good and plenty's walk, you know, out there for everyone to see, yeah. that's my business, and I can do so. I don't feel, I don't feel, and again, who are you? Like, you can't even be seen to be judged. Remember the mystery? I'm not going to sit next to people and, like, grow people or anything like that. I just want to mess with people. That's all. Do you remember the mystery men? That 90s movie? No. Yes. No, no. It was a real, they were no, real bad superheroes, and the dude that was invisible, he was only invisible if nobody was looking at him. Does anybody remember that? No. No. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, if I think about it now, it was a more, real bad movie, but fun. Actually, wait. I, I retract this. And this is the beauty part about being able to be, you know, to, to go back and, and think about what you said after several seconds and realize that maybe you were wrong. I take it back. I actually, I, I, would, I would actually choose flying over visibility. Why? If I, because now that I think about it, it's kind of stupid. Just be like, I, I, like, what can you do? I just, like, I can't be seen. I can't do anything. Unless you're snapping necks and catching chicks. Right, but the thing is, the beauty part about being able to fly is that if I want to do something stupid to someone and I can just, just fly away when I'm done. Like, there's no, yeah, it's just like, whatever. Like, what are you going to do? Chase me? Uh, I'm gone. I'm gone. Nah, that's it. Well, indestructible is kind of like, nah. I want to be super strong because then I'm flying anyway. You could be super strong, Charlie. You could finish your soup that I'm paying for tonight. Oh, nice, nice. Son of a bitch. You never saw this movie? Chuck, next question. God damn it. That is all 10, Luigi. All 10. Thank God. All right, there you have it. Tuesday 10 brought to you by Dr. Catfish Charlie. He'll have these questions up for you on Twitter later on tonight. You can answer them for yourself. Yo, and retweet some of them. I want one to go viral again because. Yeah, we will. Make sure you're retweeting (laughs) those questions. Absolutely, man. Make sure you're following at Funkin' It's been a while since that one that really just. Which one was it again? It was, uh, if you remember the girl that said, uh, how about that? I I said, if she was from a high school near you, which high school would she be from? And that thing got over a million retweets. Catch me outside. How about that? Or my favorite. Or my favorite one. Lick my asshole. How about that? That was the best one ever. Remember the lick my asshole chick? That was the best one ever. (sighs) How about that? Speaking of licking assholes. It's time for these assholes to get out of here. I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Be hey, thankful for well. everything, okay? Because I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful to be alive still. I'm thankful for all the friends and family that have been close to me in these past several months that have helped me attain that goal of uh, life to stay there. Uh, I, w- I want to make sure that everyone is uh, healthy and happy this, this, this Thanksgiving season. If you're going to go out on Wednesday night, just leave the keys, man. I mean, everyone everyone and their mother has Uber. Has Uber. 
So just just call an Uber, man. Just call exactly. an Uber. It's not worth it, man. Whether you're having one drink, two drinks, a million drinks. Call just me. make sure you're able to have your next drink the next day, all right, by staying safe. Um, again, we'll be back here next next third, next Tuesday. Tony will be back next Wednesday as well. Um, Oh, my mouth is so good. I need, I, need a, I need an actual drink drink. I've been drinking freaking club soda all night. I feel like a, a, a pregnant chick. It's ridiculous. <sighs> Congratulations on your impending baby. Thank you. I, I, I'm going to name it after you, Will. Oh, thank you. In the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, I'm Luigi Curto reminding you it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. Good night, everybody. Analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.